feel like I'm forgetting something. Steal that. Are you ready? Yep. Three. Miriam Tazi in the house. No music. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just didn't know. What's my name? Oh, hey, Malcolm Riddle. Hey, Malcolm Riddle. <laughs> Is it weird without the music? Yes, I have. Now I'm like, oh, we're on. No light, no music, no, I, no like cue. Hey, man, you know I've been out of it for a couple few weeks. I know, but I mean, all right, okay. I got some. I got, I got some music for you. Yeah. New York, New York, it's a hell of a town. You know the Bronx is up, and I'm Brooklyn down. Because they don't know my name, only know my initials. Building bombs in the attic for elected officials. I quit my job, I cut my hair. You know I cut my balls because I don't care. You tried to get slick, you bust a little chuckle. You're gonna get smacked with my gold finger knuckle. Venus flies me, something that you never thought of. You'll be sticking up on ladies with a handgun. Sort of. it in a little different this time and for good reason people i can just keep listening to that and we're good just keep going I can just let it keep playing, right? We might get sued. Oh, we yeah. might get a cease and desist letter, right? Miriam Tazi's making the face over here and the shaking dirty her head. Face. The dirty, dirty <laughs> face, people. That's when I really feel it, you know? And that's, that, 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 that right there, like I said, it's a long intro, but it's been a long time coming. And welcome to another episode of American Riddle. How can I, how can I even pot that down? I don't know. <laughs> hard. It's hard to do. 
off it, buddy. Here's another one for y'all to pee. It's called M I K E on the M I C. We could just do a whole podcast episode just playing that in tribute to MCA, who we celebrate his life today, uh, the day that he passed away, that trend transit transcended mm. into the next era, the next place, the next state. Uh, but we do celebrate his life, his legacy that he left behind. And, um, you know, what, what more can I say about that? You know what I mean? The Beastie Boys and MCA were uh, uh, and still are. He still is. Uh, very influential, especially you know to me personally. I think so. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. But also, I mean, musically, always. You know, when you leave, <laughs> great music. You know, it's so <laughs> much stuff going on. So good. <laughs> sampling is so good. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it's too much. But yeah, I like that you said celebrate. We have life. to. I like that. Like last time when we pod, or I don't know if it was the last time, maybe the time before, we were trying to celebrate the life of Fife Dog, and I just wasn't. Yeah, ready but, that, yet. but that was that was more off the cuff. You know what I mean? Well, we that didn't. Was we, so we, it, it, last minute, even with Prince, like yeah. last minute yeah. too, last I mean, podcast. We, we yeah, and there's we could get get into and do a specific specific Jesus. Still got ring rust, people. Mm. Uh, we could do a specific podcast based on that and plan it out. But how many podcasts out of 153 podcasts have we ever planned? None. Zip. Zilch. <laughs> Nada. Yeah. It goes on and Wailu. on. Yeah, yeah. Wailu. <laughs> Did I say it right? I said it wrong, didn't I? Jesus. Zero. <laughs> hey, man. I'll leave the, ling- the, yeah, I'll leave the lingo to you. All but right. my point is... No, I didn't. I thought about this. Uh, I don't know the other. I mean, just the past few days, I've been listening to a lot of music. I've been submerging myself uh, in uh, different, just different artists. And the past week, I've been just hitting Tupac hard. Really? Oh, so good. Mainly "Me Against the World." That's okay, my favorite say. album. But then I, I I moved to "All Eyes on Me," and I listened to that for a couple days straight, just earbuds in, and just you know. Just, just, just yeah, digging so it, mm-hmm. yeah. And then come to find out his mom passed away. Yeah. So that was sad, and it was, you know, it was, it was just like I, I don't know if the universe was talking to me or what, but I would listen to it mm-hmm. up until the day I heard about it, and then uh, when I, you know, just the, the celebration of Adam Yauch, uh, aka MCA, uh, I, all day today just driving around playing uh, Paul's Boutique. That's all I've been playing, so that's why. That's why what I let in uh, with this opening, and I nice. hope you enjoyed it uh, as much as I. I, I can. I continue, <laughs> Miriam Tazi. <laughs> but I'm still a little out of it. I, I'm a lot out of it, uh, actually, and I'm in recovery recovery mode far as my mental and physical state. I know I talked about it in the podcast, and that was a a, a downer of a podcast on episode uh, 152, but. It was it was a deep one. It was a it, personal one. And it's still all of them are That's true. But being but being away from the podcast and stepping away and and reevaluating, reassessing and you know, just trying to figure out which way is up, not just with the podcast, but just in life itself. I mean, I can feel my heart rate jacking up right now just really? talking about, yeah, I get anxiety. Mm. Uh, it's challenging, that's for sure. And and Yeah. I, mean, I don't. I don't even know if I want to get get into that. I don't, that we don't have to episode again. Uh, it was what it was. 
And it still is. That's for sure. but you know, I, I did. I do want to. I do want to. You know, give some shout outs to uh, some of the listeners and some of the people that do support the podcast. That you know submitted feedback, whether it was to you, yep. me via email or in person. It's all love. Uh, I, 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 and we deeply appreciate that. And the fact that you are listening um, is healing in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's not all gloom and doom. I mean, you know, come on, I got two legs, two arms. I can add, subtract. I can read. I can write. You know, what I mean, I'm able-bodied. You know, I just got to yeah. get get my shit together. And when it comes, when it you know, when it comes down to it, you know, it, yeah, people do care, but who? Everyone's got their own shit they're dealing with. That's so true. you know, I got to get my shit in gear and uh, refocus and re-energize and. And, and and instead of complaining about it or, or pissing and moaning about it, uh, you know, take a step forward and just keep, you know, keep grinding it out. You know, sometimes it weighs heavy. Well, that's why it's good to kind of get it out, too. I was going to say, like, it's, you know, it's not focusing on the gloom and doom. It's more like getting it out and then being able to, you know take another step forward you know sometimes getting it out helps so yeah but on you know when you do it when you put yourself out there online you know when you put yourself out there on a big deal. on uh, on a podcast on the the, the world wide web <laughs> uh do they even say that anymore no uh, <laughs> old man itis uh when, but when you do that of course you know it exposes you but i mean when i started the podcast that that's the point you know what i mean i it, it, yeah. i mean I've, I've said this before why and you know who my audience is for this podcast um and it's more of a paper trail love letter if you will to my son and you know it, a lot of things i can't sit and talk to him about you know what i mean or i, I don't have that time yeah. or or that time isn't uh isn't present some, you know, uh, on, on many occasions. And, and, and that's, uh, that's part of the wait, but we are here and we are recording and we're live in studio today. Yes, we are. And that being said, we are celebrating, uh, the podcast itself. We're celebrating Miriam Tazi <laughs> and, uh, Why? <laughs> uh, well, you made some cupcakes, you know what I mean? So that's a, that's a celebration. Okay. All you know right. what I mean? Well, all right, I'll my take brother, that. <laughs> my brother was in studio earlier, but he left like a thief in the night. He didn't like to be recorded, so he dipped He's out. Shy, a little yeah, shy. Yeah, he dipped out. Um, but no, I mean, just thinking about thinking about everything that's happened in 2016 and just how fragile life yeah. is in itself. Yeah. And yeah, we we hit on that subject definitely on the last show. But I mean, if you think about uh, you know what's been going on with the many passings, and I'm not just talking about Prince. Fife Dog, MCA, of course, he passed, you, you know, not David this year. David Bowie, but, but yeah, it's just the list. But there's people's mothers and fathers oh, yeah. and uncles and aunts and friends that are, are, are struggling or may, may have passed. And, and, and you, have to, you have to take advantage and, 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 and you know, see, the, see these people now and speak to them and call them up and reach out. Don't, you know, don't just text them. You know what I mean? Or don't don't just think about them and say, oh, yeah, I was thinking about you. Yeah, but, you know, distance is a problem sometimes, like my grandmother being in Morocco. You know, it's just certain things you're like, you kind of have to learn to accept um, that you're not going to always be there, you know, when you're or it's just not always possible to be there if emergencies happen or whatnot. And that was probably the most frustrating part for me, you know, when my grandmother was just 
she took a turn for the worse, you know, it's kind of those things where you're like, the chances of me seeing her again are very small. How, how old is your grandmother? Um, we don't really know. She doesn't My really grandmother know. was like that too. We don't know. Yeah. You know, um, she's, we were trying to do the math. She's got to be in her, her really late eighties or early nineties by now. So it's definitely old age, but her mind is all there. But physically, you know, her, her body's just the body's up. weak. Yeah. And she's my last remaining, you know, full biological grandparent and everyone's there, even just not being able to be there for them, you know, or for my family or whatever, just the immediate family. It's difficult because, what can you say over WhatsApp or what can you text each other to, to be supportive? You just, your presence is what's needed, you know, and it's not always possible. And that's like the hardest part. So, you know, you, sometimes all you can do is, is pray or send good vibes or, you know, try to send supportive messages, thoughts. Like I would love to video chat with her, but is she in any condition? My mom was also like, yeah, if your brother goes, you know, tell him to take pictures. I'm like, she doesn't really want people to take pictures of her in the yeah, last state. Right. Yeah. Like, and she already, even before she didn't well. want pictures taken of her. She's like, I'm old. I don't want pictures taken of me. So. And that's, that's the, but, that, but of course that goes to your point. I mean, it's important to, to communicate while, while uh, they're here and to make those trips if you can afford to. In your case, it's tough because, I mean, that's a long trip yeah. and an expensive trip mm-hmm. uh, to boot. Uh, but uh, I was talking to one of my cousins earlier today. It's his birthday. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I call him. You know what I mean? Every year I'll call him. on. We call each other on holidays and his birthday and stuff. He lives in Atlanta. Okay. Randall Cooper, you know, he's been on the podcast uh, once a while ago. But mm-hmm. uh, he... Uh, you know, I, I expressed to him that, you know, it's important that I get to hear his, hear his voice, hear him breathe, his heartbeat, his soul. We connect. I think, you know, that's, that, 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 that's something that we forget in this world of technology. Uh, but again, as you said, with that technology, you can still Skype if possible. Uh, face, what is it? Fa- what is it? Face, face, I was face, Facebook, FaceTime. <laughs> I get confused, man. And I shouldn't get confused. <laughs> the fuck? Um, Shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's important to do so. And, you know, even recently, you know, with the passing of some of our, our icons, some people that we just take for granted is going to be here, you know, even, take the opening with uh, MCA. You know what I mean? You think that that group's going to be here. And, you know, I'll see him next time or something like that. Or Prince or Michael Jackson or, or David David Bowie or, or whomever it is. Yeah, they're larger than life. But to see these people walking around, some of them you can see walking around New York or the Bronx or uh, – or, uh, Hold on, Chief. And, or the uh, – <laughs> It's going to get really warm in here. That's in okay. The bit. studio's okay. Well, <laughs> I don't even think anyone even hears the AC when it comes on. I just no, think it bothers you. me. <laughs> it's uh, loud, but – but uh, you know, to see these these these, these creatives, you know, walking around uh, neighborhoods, or you know, it, yeah, they go to the grocery store like everybody else. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's not yeah. that surprising. And then you know, and, and they just want to be, you know, sometimes they want to be left the fuck alone. Like you know, when I met Jeff Goldblum, aka Brundlefly, <laughs> in Whole Foods, you know, he he looked yeah, like. And he, what did you say? He looked smart. He looked smart, man. <laughs> you were like, he just looked. Smart. He looked smart. I mean, it was Jeff Goldblum. First, I mean, he, he was really he was tall, a huge dude. Yeah, and, and he had big tall. hands <laughs> and long legs and big feet. 
You know, I mean, he was him. I mean, come on, man. It was- That's exactly how I would have imagined him, too, in person, in real life. That's probably what I would have expected. So I'm not surprised, but it's just funny that, uh, you know. I'm, you I'm know. going there getting some. Well, some- he's at Whole Foods. Who wants to be bothered when you're getting cheese at Whole Foods? It, it was him. <laughs> he, it was like he was in character. He's always in character, I feel, I feel like. He's just he himself, you know. He's, he's I mean... He has his own persona, you know? I mean, you'll believe anything that comes out of this guy's mouth. He just, like you said, he is smart. So, like, and even if he's lying to me, whatever, I'll believe him. He's very convincing. He's got the voice. He's got the... You the, trust him. You do. <laughs> you do. Yeah, yeah. You, so you, uh, it's the whole package for, like, the reliable source, you know? <laughs> convincing. Yeah, you, you completely trust him. Um <laughs> It's weird. Well, he's he's in my mind. He's always a scientist. You know, he's just he knows things. You know, everything. He knows everything. He's the best. He's the best at what he does. And when I saw him, I'm walking to Whole Foods. He's picking peaches out. He knows which one is the (laughs) The best best. peach, right? And so I, if he puts one down, you're like, "Mm, that's not a good peach. He knows. Yeah. So I start walking up to him. I know he can. He felt my energy, right? I'm this. Brundlefly. Brundlefly is right motherfucking there. And he's so much taller than, than I Everyone's taller. I mean, you're uh, almost taller than I am. No, you know? So it's, 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 and you know, I, I got, I was nervous and I started fumbling well, my words. You love him. I've been him. talking about Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, you love him. So yes, that's why you were nervous. Because uh, you're not nervous always I, I, with any celebrity. Even depends. right now, I'm excited and I can't remember <laughs> what I said to him, but I remember, remember he was very gracious. He shook my hand and. Kind of like, yo, uh, man, t- let me pick my peaches. Okay, man. I, you know, I admire every. I'm sorry. I just, you know, you know who you are, right? I'm do you giddy. know? I'm do you know who so you giddy, are like to me, girl? Yeah. Do you know who you are to me? It's and he probably you know, has an effect on a lot of people. The motherfucker is the same. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you feel like you know him, you know, because it's just he's I, him. You know, yeah. I watch him in every. I mean, he's even, even like in the. In he. Too. I even want to go out and get an apartment. He's in the apartment. Um, uh, uh, have you seen the commercial? Huh? He speaks with his hands and he's very convincing. He's got the earpiece, doesn't he? What is that? You have the commercial? Really? Wow, looks like we're, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're moving on up <laughs> to the east side. I haven't seen this particular one. We think he's a good singer. <laughs> It's Jefferson's. <laughs> We're yeah, finally thanks. getting up real high. Of course, he can play the piano. Jeez Louise, you ever see so many shoes? We're still a move. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Is that George and Wheezy? Who else would it be? Uh huh. And what are you cooking there, Wheeze? Just flame butter, some burgers. And grilling some beans, my good man. Did you say beans? Beans don't burn on the grill. <laughs> and don't forget about my signature apple pie. We finally got a piece of the pie. Change your apartment, change the world. <laughs> Sponsored by Apartments.com, one of the new sponsors of American Riddle Podcasts. <laughs> Not quite, people. But if you <laughs> do, great. and if you are looking for apartment, uh, uh, because of Jeff Goldblum, please uh, visit apartments.com. All right. I, I, have, I also have an extra room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just saying. 
that, yeah, no, he's very convincing. Yeah. Always. So I agree. But so you don't remember what you said to him? It doesn't matter. I saw Jeff shook my hand. I stood. I shared time and space with Brendelfly. Okay. You know, he was Dr. Malcolm in Jurassic Park. You have a connection there. Come on, man. He was in ID4. Thanks. Independence Day. Thanks. You knew that, right? I had a feeling. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. I'm just making sure. Thanks. I don't know anything about movies. I yeah, know. Man. That's why. It's that's very why. clear on the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm here. I'm glad. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are we talking about Jeff Goldblum anyway? Oh, yeah. Just meeting your icons oh. and seeing them walking around. And that's the point. Recently, I, uh, I am uh, on the hiatus. I saw Snoop, Snoop Dogg. That's right. Amazing. Icon. Amazing. Took a while for him to come out too. Amazing. But ama- okay. Amazing. <laughs> was yeah. it just him on stage? Yeah. Well, no, he he he. Did he have like what was his? He had women. A lot. Women dancers or just support. A lot of okay. women. Okay. <laughs> Doing what? Da- uh, Dancing. Twerking. Uh, so yeah, dancers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a whole show. He had a whole show. Like routine? Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I know he gets, he, I saw. He does, he does yeah, he does the gangster move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does the gangster shuffle. You know what I mean? He came out, he's wearing a sweater. I mean, he, okay, let me just backtrack. Yeah, okay. I went to go see uh, Snoop Dogg. He was playing at Echo Stage in DC. It's always uh, a weird venue in for DC. Yeah, artists, it's usually for rave or, or just. Yeah. It, it, but it's EDM. a beautiful, it's a, yeah, it's a beautiful venue as far as the light, the lighting, the oh, show. Yeah. The space is... No, the sound is good. The oh. lo- it's a great space. It's just not really meant... I just never... Well, not never, but it just didn't really associate it with hip-hop. I, but I, I guess, you I know... Get, I got peeped to it. Good. I got peeped to it on social media. So I saw something going around, going around months ago. And then uh, Grandmaster, uh, Grandmaster Katz, a.k.a. Andy Katz, uh, peeped me to it. And I thought he was going to go. And we were trading uh, texts. And then Craig was my brother was, uh, was supposed uh, supposed to go. Uh, Craig, aka Craig Ski, aka Krasinski. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, he's got some AKAs. Everybody's got AKAs on this show. And uh, they were also, you know, they were they. Everyone was like, "All right, we're, let's try to make this or whatever." Okay. Like we usually do. Yeah. You know what I mean, the crew. But it started getting down to the wire, right? And you know, the tickets were whatever they were priced. They were pretty inexpensive. And I was like. I was waiting on Craig because Craig said he, he knew the owner or something. Someone always knows someone. Don't buy the tickets. Well, you know, it's... Don't buy tickets is what he well, said. Well, yeah, there's always, you always want to get a hookup if Don't you buy can. the tickets is what he said. Okay. So I didn't buy the tickets. And what happened? The price went up, and, right? Uh, and Sold and they, out? And he couldn't... Get, he, I never heard back from him about uh, getting a ticket. I ended up getting one, and I, I just figured they'd get theirs. But no one did, so I went solo. Mm-hmm. Crickets, huh? Well, I'm just. <laughs> you just looked at me like oh, I'm just surprised that you did. You went by yourself, but well, I figured you know. this way: I'm gonna be watching the show anyway. Usually, I don't talk to them anyway when I'm at the show because everything's so loud. But the mm-hmm. point I the point I'm trying to make about going solo was he's an icon. No, I get Snoop that. is especially never, after everything that we've experienced with your experiences with well, the last hip hop artist that you've seen and well, I didn't the have passing any, of some. It's it makes sense that you would go out of your way and you know celebrate and all of that which is great i'm glad you got to go yeah i didn't i didn't have any someone any, from the crew did you know yeah i least. didn't i didn't have any expectation on getting backstage or meeting him i was just going as a fan to sit back and watch it just to see him and, perform and, for, and, and, you've and never seen him before right never yeah. and you have to understand who snoop is to me like who snoop, is he to you let me tell you i'm listening 
the uh, Snoop back in the day when he came out, right? Mm-hmm. He came out, he came on the scene with uh, um, Dr. Dre. Um, That's what I remember anyway, too. Well, he came on the scene with Dr. Dre with this. Shit. Whoa. So this is what he came on the scene with. Hit this motherfucker, Jay. No, no man, I can't fuck with it right now. Oh, Wait man, for I've it. I've been dealing with you for three motherfucking months. You ain't hit the pipe in front of me yet. So what you saying, man? I thank you, 5-0. 5-0. Man, I ain't no motherfucking cop. Well, hit this motherfucker then. Yeah. Haven't heard this in a while. Deep cover. Tonight's the night I get in some shit. Yeah. Deep cover on the incognito tip. Killing motherfuckers if I have to. Filling gaps too. Let your niggas know I'm coming at you. I guess that's part of the game. Now hold on. Wait for it. Feel for the nigga who think he's just gonna come and change things with the swiftness. So get it right with the quickness and let me handle my business, yo. I'm on a mission and my mission won't stop until I get the nigga maxing at the top. I hope you get his ass before he drop. King Ben kicking back while his workers lay his rocks. Coming up like a fat rat. Big money, big So this is this is. This is from the Deep Cover soundtrack. So this came out in 1992, and this was a movie starring Lawrence Fishburne, directed by Bill Duke. And you guys know Bill Duke. I mean, Bill Duke was in Menace to Society, Predator. Motherfucker walked around with a fucking razor, shaving himself in Predator, talking cash shit to a goddamn alien. So this is circa 1992. How old was he around that time? 20s. He's like my age. He is like that, yeah. Sounds the same. Okay. Let me just pop this down a little bit. There's another song I hate to turn down, but I'm going to let it play in the background because I think Snoop got some love for the brother. But uh, yeah, directed by Bill Duke, starring uh, starring um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. And who else is it starring? Who else? Miriam Tazi? I don't remember. Jeff motherfucking Goldblum. Goldblum. <laughs> Goddamn now right. Now I see how you're connecting the dots. Goddamn right. Your brain works All right. in this is ways, Malcolm Riddle. Hey, this isn't a planned podcast. I, well, well, it's isn't working out beautifully right now. You, it seems like it's planned the way it's connecting, no, but that's just nah, your I was, skill. I was going to blow it. Yeah. I was going to blow off another week, be honest Take with the you. compliment. Mm, you know, it's hard to do. Well, just say thanks. He's got such a unique voice and sound, you know. So let me tell you about the show then. That, that right. leads me to the show. So, so, so my connection with Snoop back in 1992, this is coming right out of the 80s, right? Okay, I'm still on that boom bap, that old New York City, you know what I mean? Raw hip hop, Big Daddy Kane. So you only heard it from because of the movie. That's how, that was my introduction to well, it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I went to movies all the time, just like I do now. Okay. You know, every, yeah. every 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 Friday, Saturday opening. This one came out. I was a big fan of Lawrence Fishburne because back in them days, Lawrence Fishburne uh, 
he was big. I mean, I think around the same time him and Denzel, but I think he was bigger than Denzel back then. And it was in he Lawrence Fishburne was rumored to play Malcolm X. Even to this day, I still think Lawrence should have got that role, even really? though Denzel took it and owned it. I still think Lawrence in his prime back when they called him Larry Fishburne. Huh. I mean. When they when when he was then I thought he should have got the role but that's another story. That been interesting. So my point was I was following this film had motherfucking Jeff Goldblum in it too <laughs> so that was you know I mean extra gravy on the mashed potatoes and uh, you know the rest was history. Dre knocked it out of the park with that with with that soundtrack right after that. I swear to God you know within that period I could be getting it mixed up because of podcast itis but mm. but uh, Snoop was. It was apparent he was the heir apparent to the God MC uh, category. So uh, it, from Rod, and you, we, you guys know who who I who the God MC is, right? <laughs> Mariam Tazi, who is he? Uh, Rakim Allah. That's right. I should say Rakim Allah. That's right. <laughs> so that being said, uh, when there was rumblings in the hip hop community, at least in my world, interesting that this. This 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 uh, MC style though you know yeah but it was cool and, and yeah. what, what's one of the things you've heard me say time and time again about Rock him he never sweats motherfucker didn't sweat <laughs> motherfucker came out on stage I saw Cool J I saw Run DMC I saw Public Enemy I'm talking about in the prime of uh, circa eighty seven eighty eight eighty nine all of them on stage and what did they do they sweated a lot. <laughs> A lot. And then Rakim Allah comes out, and what doesn't he do? No sweat. At all. <laughs> and he gets on one knee, and he just like... He got on one in. knee on the crate. And he, I know the story. I'm, I'm keeping it real. I'm telling you the truth. I'm looking at him, right? A young Malcolm Riddle, right? Looking up at him. Same-sized head. Yeah, I have the same size head as I do now, but I was about 146 pounds, right? It's not that far from what you are now no, since you lost couple, all this weight. I've dropped a couple just LBSs, saying. you know what I mean? I'm ready for the summer, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you need Got to change the size of clothes. Now, That's how much out. weight you've lost. Anyway, you know go mean? on. All the women are... That's what you're okay. going to hear. Okay. That's what you're going to hear. All right. Let's go back to Snoop. That's what you're going to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Okay. You might. <laughs> Stop. All okay. Right. <laughs> people said, you know what they said that last podcast? Because like customers, like listeners were like, yeah, so Malcolm did a strip tease for Miriam. And I was like, really? really? That's the impression that they get? Yeah. yeah they're like, we heard the zipper. And I was like, yeah. no, no, it's all effects. Guys, no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, no, some no, of it was. That's those real people. <laughs> Don't believe this woman. She's oh out my there. God. They were all like, "Really? He stripped for you?" I was like, "Well, I got a view, you know." Yeah. <laughs> I didn't take everything, but I mean, you know, I mean, the zipper. You know, some things got to come <laughs> okay, out. Some things got to come out. People hear these sets stop, and then the wrong. Yeah. Okay. That's what, Can I'm we go talking. on with Snoop, please? Hey, man. You know. Thanks. Let's get back on track. Malcolm. So, so anyway, <laughs> Rakim and his uh, even Rakim now, he doesn't sweat. You know what I mean? There's MCs that come out there and their craft. All right, so, is were so- you close enough to see if Snoop was sweating at I all did. on stage? The motherfucker came out on with a sweater. <laughs> And not, was not, it hot in there? It was hot as hell. Motherfuckers, weed, smoking weed, rolling. It was more weed. I, I, I went to. I, I hung out with Cypress Hill. That's right, you did backstage. I have pictures to prove suitcases, it. weed everywhere. It's stuff I ain't never even seen before. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know anything about this stuff, and it's just a lot of greenery. <laughs> you know, in the scenery. You know what I mean? Nice. And I'm just, I'm telling you, 
when I went to the Snoop, it was it was it was at least three times as much. In the audience, in everywhere? the fucking audience, motherfuckers got big shit. bags rolling stuff, throwing it in the air. That's nice. Joints big as this microphone right here. Just it's called a every pass. Uh, yeah, passing it around. Well, yeah, you gotta share. Why would you do that and get a herpy? Uh, well, why, that's... Why, why, now you got something on your mouth. All right. Well, huh? people who are sharing—they're not thinking about that. That's that's what happens. Sharing is caring. Motherfuckers do that shit when they you eat pass pussy. Pass to the left. Maybe they might not get it back anyway. So who cares? When you're in a crowd like uh, that, it's not going to come back. I'm to not you. that dude. I was the only dude not high, not drunk. You were by secondhand consumption. I was, but I, mean, I was the only <laughs> dude not high, not drunk, and not a cop up in that motherfucker. And I was absorbing his energy, and it penetrated my soul. And I looked up. Right. I, I was uh, usually I go on the side and I work my way around into the middle because I just don't like being up in the middle uh, to start. Always on the side. Well, the start the side because nobody's over there and I can chill and I can breathe while everybody else is fucking up. And if there's a fight that breaks out. But it's, it's a the, weird angle. I start there. Oh. I don't finish there, Miriam Tazi. It's a strategy. Okay. I've been doing this shit. I since can tell. 19, no. <laughs> I've right. been doing this shit since 1985. Okay. All right. <laughs> you just aged yourself. I don't like. give a shit. I'm still here. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? And I'm still doing it. That's true. So motherfuckers don't. don't. So what's the strategy? So you start on the side. Yeah. Start and then the side, what? You know what I mean? Start on the side. Okay. I think it's time for me to take a break. No you break. Can just go on. No break. You don't get no break. <laughs> shit. I'll pull you by your hair. So look, you would like that, wouldn't you? I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, where was strategy? That? Yeah, you're the one who's going on these tangents. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, the uh, so yeah, the, the the show. You know, it was difficult at first. Let me just backtrack a bit because he had some openers and stuff like that, and you had to wait. And well, you said they weren't that great. They were right? whack. The MCs were whack, straight okay. up whack. And, and that's another thing. No, 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 okay. I'm not doing that anymore on a podcast. That's I, fine. I, I didn't talk about it with a couple of listeners, and I've been diplomatic. Remember back in the day when I was talking about some of these local MCs and some of these people that were trying to freestyle, and I was like, yeah, hey, well. There's been a few different Malcolms on the podcast. That's right. Okay? No more. So, okay. No more. No more. I'm calling them out. I'll be the diplomatic I'm calling one. them out. We're going to get into the podcast. I know I'm going all over the place, people, but I got a, I got a quick burst of energy right now, so I'm going to take advantage of it. So. Mm. Bear with me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pulling any more punches on the podcast. I'm not doing it because okay. if you're if you're uh, KRS said it said it best. A whack MC is a whack MC, and people need to be called out. There were some people on stage that just shouldn't have been on stage, and they was whack. They, yeah, they, but weren't we talking about how it's the promoters like it is. issue? Get on that, that mic. You're, you're, sorry. What were you saying? We was it was more of the promotion. Like it the is promo- that too. It, yeah. the, the promoters and the people that program the program managers at radio stations. Well, those are the people that are in charge, and they're whack. But at the same time, that whackness is broadcast so many times throughout the day that it's celebrated because that's all you hear. It's like eating McDonald's on every corner. If there's a liquor store in the hood, you're drinking bad shit all the time. You're feeding your body all this bad shit. It's the same thing with MCs. You know what I mean? Uh, and and we get, we get, I, can, I can criticize it because I'm a listener. I purchase the shit. No, I don't purchase the shit, but I, I listen to it. I go to the shows, and that's what you're going to put up before Snoop. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they, you they had this one. They had this one motherfucker, right? And I but guess, like, like I, you said, I don't think he actually knows who. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. But he should. His team should. Uh, but yeah. I'm not holding Snoop accountable for this. But but you know, you, you, you should. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because it is kind of representing your brand. Look here, man. I've said this a couple times on a podcast about hip hop 
and uh, hip hop culture and, and rap music and its parallels with stand up comedians, uh, far as protecting their brand and their material and and just being fresh and dope. Mm-hmm. In stand up comedy, Joe Rogan, right? I've hung, I've met Joe. I've hung out with Adam Carolla. I hang out. I'm friends with uh, um, uh, Joey Diaz. They bring their openers with them, if whether it's one, two, three, four comedians or whatever. They and, they want to give their friend a chance, and they want them to, and get, they like, want them to, to 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 step their game up so they will get to the level mm-hmm. that, that that the open that, that the main uh, act is. They're being, helping a friend out. That's the point. Well, yeah, and they're helping these guys out. Well, that's too. kind of what I thought. But they're but still it's whack, man. Because when I like when I used to go to concerts, like I haven't been it's in whack. a long time, but it was always like you know the main act is like supportive of the opening act. You know, they pick their yeah, opening but, I mean, act it, it, and yeah, it's right, like they even, want to promote them for them. They want to get okay. them to get more recognized, back in, like okay. recognition. I'm not whatever. trying to sound one of these old dudes like back in my day type <laughs> dude, but the point is, I remember when Public Enemy opened for the Beastie Boys. Oh yeah, you told me Motherfuck. Are you serious? It's a great show. <laughs> huh? But Rock Kim opened for Houdini. I mean, come on, man. That's funny. <laughs> that is a serious. Those are serious acts. You, your game had to be so tight. Yeah, but now people like. But the problem is the opening act doesn't have as much respect. Like people will will come late to a show because they know that there's an opening act. the The main guy. Oh yeah, will you, come you, when on. you go to so the shows, you, it's you, empty you, up until you should come like around midnight. midnight. Yeah. yeah, it's true. So it's that's true. why it's kind of like well, it's kind of lost its. No, you know, I'm a pos- possessed. I, that's why I need to get in the promotion game, man. Because I'm telling you, you know, it, it it would be much more fulfilling, it, and and everyone would be satisfied from the customers, the, the 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 fans, to the to the bartenders, to the 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 owners of the establishment. You got to have the complete, and they do exist. There are are like Ice T's got one. He's getting ready to announce called the Art of Rap um, uh, tour. He did it on the West Coast last year. Now he's bringing it on the East Coast this year. So nice. look out for that. Um, I think you can check Ice T's website. His podcast is uh, uh, the Final Level podcast, and, and find more information about that. I don't have notes on this, or it wasn't planned, or else I would have the the proper information. But just just look it up. Follow Ice T on Twitter at Final Level, and you'll find it. But uh, that's going to be a tour you, that you're going to want to see, hands down. Uh, but I mean, come on, man! I mean, whack is whack. They had a motherfucker on stage that was dressed up like a pa- in a panda outfit. When you got to do gimmicks, right? And, and this is somebody that apparently people know. Again, I'm looking at myself like, God damn, maybe I'm just that motherfucking old. But I mean, come on, man! Cut the gimmicks. Cut the gimmicks. You're whack. Cut the gimmicks, okay? I don't need it. Just because your beat's dope or or, or 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 you're screaming on the mic. Look, you're whack. Move on, okay? Step off. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not pulling Were any punches super no more. young too? And or? check this out. I don't give a shit. The, 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 yeah, but I don't care. I'm curious. In, in future pro- podcasts, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm calling names on it. It's not like they listen to it anyway, but I'm, I'm still going to let the people know what I think is whack. Love it or, or, or hate it. That's fine. You, know you mean? can do what you want. You know what I mean? It's your show. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. That's all I'm saying. It's just it pisses. It's just whack and whackness. Just just this era of whackness is it's it's celebrated. I, I just I, you know I don't like it, man. That's all I'm saying. It's okay. I'm not gonna go on. Don't get um, on too much of a ramp. But anywho, finally after all the whackness, yeah, Snoop comes out and he makes you wait. Like he the wait 
when when all the whackness stopped and they just played music, they must have played music for about an hour and a half oh, wow. before he came on. He must have came on around one one thirty in the morning. That's late. Yeah, he must have somewhere around there, maybe performed for forty minutes. You know what I mean? But he did all the hits, all, and it was worth it because I was tired as fuck. <laughs> I was tired, and uh, all of a sudden it went away when he came out. I'm looking at Duke, and I'm like, God damn, that's him. Yeah, you know, it's surreal. And he sounds exactly the same, moves he's the same. A, he's got a very particular sound, and he's a pro, and, you know. And, and he puts on a show. Yeah, he does the gangster boogie and the shuffle and stuff like that. But he's got the girl, the dancers and stuff. But it's electrifying, and it's as electrifying. I know some of you you youngsters listening have never seen Big Daddy Kane perform, but it's it's right up there as in showmanship as a Big Daddy Kane show. Um, I feel like I had a dream about Big Daddy Kane recently. Yeah, Kane's the shit. If you've never seen Big... (laughs) And if you don't know who Big Daddy Kane, just stop the podcast. Just stop it right now, okay? You had forgotten who he was, so Don't, 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 don't. don't. I got a lot of shit on my mind. I I never (laughs) forgot about Kane, for one. All right, I hope not. Okay, this was just talking about... She's trying to... She's trying to... She's baiting me right now. (laughs) She's baiting me. She's baiting me. Just a little... Women do that. I'm just okay. reminding you. She's baiting me right now. That I reminded She's you. She's baiting me. That's what women do. <laughs> your wife probably does it to you. <laughs> your girl. You know what I mean? Just, they I'm do it. Saying. But I'm not getting into the Big Daddy Kane war right now. Um, but, but no, yeah. it's good to know that he's a, he's a fun, he has good showmanship and he's like fun. To watch. Because I was just curious as to what kind of performance he would have. If it's just him or... You know, lots of girls, like you said, or just, I don't know. Well, the girls were dancers, and he'd bring them out. He did all the hits. they come out and shake it. And, it's, you know, it's just, it, it is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, 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 he's an icon. And you have to, when they're in town, and, and they come through D.C. in the D.C., Maryland, V.A. area, or it doesn't matter, wherever you're listening to this, they're big in the U.K. They stay, you know, much of their time's done in the U.K. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you got to go. It's, 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 I mean, my body was beat afterwards, but, you know, it, it, was, it was worth it. I mean, even right now, just thinking about that, uh, it's, it's just one of those memories. I took a couple videos, but I said, I said fuck that. I'm not, I'm not, not going to be, you know, the masses of always looking through this phone. I took a couple and I you moved on and I absorbed it. And this is it's in my, it's, it's etched in my psyche. It's you know better what I mean? that way sometimes. You know, but, uh, you actually felt it like, cause sometimes when you're looking at it through your te- your, your iPhone or whatever, it's just, you're not really, you're present. not there. Yeah. yeah. You're not there. You're not plugged in. Right. Get plugged in people. Yeah. Yeah. That's the important part. And speaking of icons, there's been a lot of beefs going on within the hip hop community. Um, I might have sent you some information earlier in the week about mm-hmm. some of the stuff I've been. Been I, I still I haven't even had time to to check you know the, what the facts are and what's going on with this side or the other. But you know several several weeks ago I'm sure you heard about the beef between uh, MC Shan, you know from the Juice Crew and KRS One mm-hmm. that ongoing. It's not even really a battle. I mean I think Shan is uh, he's a little bitter. You know I, I was following him on Instagram for a while and Twitter mm-hmm. and. Yeah, he posts a lot of weird shit and just angry. Uh, and Shan, Shan was uh, back in the day. For those of you not don't know, and, and you know, Google it. MC Shan was was. Uh, you know, I always say there were two of everything. There's yeah. always pairs. Yeah, you know what I mean. In movies and 
uh, uh, TV shows. Mm-hmm. There's always similarities. This show um, and that show or whatever, you know, there's tons of them. Uh, but in this case, there's always two different MCs. And at the time, it was MC Shan and LL Cool J back in the 80s. Very similar, almost looked similar. Uh, wore Kangos, wore Pumas, you know, wore similar jumpsuits and the whole nine, the mm-hmm. same chains. And, you know, one, of course, went on to superstardom. And the other, you know, he, in the hood, Shan was known. And we celebrated Shan, but he, he took on a lot of people. I mean, he battled them all and, and held his own. But, you know, you're talking, you know, 85, 86, 87. I mean, this is the early days, yeah. right? All of a sudden, you know, some 30-something years later, he wants to battle. And one of his most infamous battles was with the Blastmaster KRS-One. Was there actually a battle? Like, was there oh, yeah, a man. live battle on stage? No, but that's just it. It wasn't, right? No, it was all... Back in those days, it was on record. Right. People would release albums. So they never so, actually, ba- like, did not, an MC battle. Not, I don't believe face-to-face, Mm-mm. but but there was there was a... Uh, there was a... Um, I guess there was a, a, a phone call. Someone did a phone interview, one radio station. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can find it. And uh, Shan just went off. You mean recently, though? It was like a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, no, that I saw. I saw that online. I heard it. He's He was definitely angry in that. It's like a three-minute clip, I guess, or whatever you would call it. But it's... Uh, are you playing it? Mm-mm. Oh, or dropping shit? Drop my phone again. The motherfucker's too damn big. <laughs> this motherfucking phone is heavy. Uh yeah, I mean, he he just went he he went off on yeah. on KRS, and here we go. You criminal minded because you ain't never been no criminal, and the damage that you do that should be minimal. Molly saved your ass because I could have did it back then and been serving time for life for killing your ass with an ink pen. Call yourself the <laughs> blast master. Go ahead, cock that shit back. And the only thing you gonna get is this foot up in your shit crack. I'm just trying to stop these silly lies that you've been telling them for years. And these words is coming out my mouth directly to your ears. And while you up there trying to reach your peak, trying to reach your pinnacle, I'll be still down here talking shit, saying shit that's cynical. Break it down and chop it up. And break it off in intervals. And when they reach their final synopsis, they gonna see we not identical. Now that I done chill, you think you the man of the higher arm. And I think you think you on fire when you're merely just a spark. Like I said, I could have duffed your ass 30 years back, but Molly told me to chill. Hold off your attack. I hear you, Chris. You claiming that you're the gravest of all times, but it sounds to me like you a nigga that suffers from Alzheimer's. But as with Alzheimer's, it seems to me you must have forgot that Shan is that nigga that'll blow up your spot. And when it comes to dynamite, I don't need Al-Qaeda to back me. Shan is that motherfucker is what I'm saying. Exactly. And the only thing that you've got locked down is your dread. So you better stay calm, because I arm mine with warheads. Through the years, my flows have been known to blow gristle, tomahawk, miss so harmonious that the words make the wind whistle. I'm coming from beyond with a mental state of affliction and my misguided dialect will leave you in a state of affliction, pain, and constantly my diction reigns when I pour and I still want war. We can never compare, son, because you and I, we opposito. You love the way I flip it when I grip it because it's lethal. And if rhyming was your key to success, I guess you shut out. Now open up that gate and let that motherfucking mud out. Ain't no shame in my game. I still roll in Cadillacs 
and swing the battle axe and still remove niggas like you like cataracts. Never inertia. Always allow my mind to expand. I'm in defiance and only men of science can understand. I'm from the holy land. And once I sip drinks from the holy grail, douse the flames in my chest and stood on the pyramid's crest. See, my mind seems to hold time. Captive in a bottle, swear my shit was Shakespearean and written by Aristotle and Plato. But still I lay low. But one day, though, I'm about to take all this shit. Little day they know. This ain't no Drake and Meek Mill going back to back. This is Shannon KRS-One, and I don't need no track. Dweedle, 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 you on some Mark and Mindy shit. You can't fuck with my flows, let alone wipe off my spit. And in the end of the day, I ain't got no plans to lose. No longer do I smoke crack, and you can talk about my shoes. But I ain't seen a pair of shoes that been branded with the Chris name. But you say you took me out? That's a goddamn shame. And all I say is one, two, three... That nigga can't fuck with me. And if you want to go to the tip hop, let's do this shit real hip hop. You understand? And mm, 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 I think I can stop it there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Most of you probably have heard this uh, because this came out, I guess, weeks ago. And it's been ongoing. KRS hit him, hit him back quick. I think even the next day you released something on Twitter. And yeah, it's 30. I mean, come on, man. Chan, I mean, what's up? Karis is touring. He's got, you know, he, he he's the teacher. He's the blast master. You know what I mean? You can't you 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 can't deny that. You can't change that. You can't erase that. Uh, you know what his motivation was, but I I told my, you know, my son was like concerned. My when my son heard this, he was like, what? "Whoa." He was like, he's angry, and it was. It, it, he thought he got care. He was like, my son was very concerned about this. That's really cute. And I was actually. like, I was like, yo, don't even well, worry. Because he has a personal connection. Yeah, with yeah. KRS no, no, I know, now, but but so. but I was like, yo, don't even worry about it. Chris. Chris. Chris is is, is going to respond. Even when Chris responded, my son was still concerned, right? And I was like, I was like, well, the the book, the beauty of this is this this ignites hip hop. It does kind of. You know of. what I mean? Because what 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 Drake and, and, and Meek Mill did, which yeah, you just frowned, but that's that that's the beauty of it because that that was is inspiring. Yeah, it Whether incites you, it incites. That's you right. Know, and and it action. makes others step up their game to look at how they they are as a lyricist. That's fair. You know what I mean? So what they did, what Meek Mill and Drake did, that that was game changing within the body of, of, of the culture itself because now people are, are talking about battle rapping and it's bringing back Yeah, so it's old... not game-changing. It's just bringing it back to its roots. Correct, yeah. Maybe let's, I misspoke. Yeah, not the right term there, sir. All right, call me out, <laughs> Jesus. But, you know. Just saying, you know, like... Well, game-changing is opposed to what's been going on and, and everybody just giving all this whackness a, a pass. Yeah. So the fact is, even if... if and, and MCing has no age limit. You know, people can be dismissive and say, "Oh, true. these guys that's are old." For, that's it true. Do, it doesn't even matter, man. That's true. I mean, you know, no one says shit about Mick Jagger running around, really? still making music. Paul McCartney, you know what I mean, still making music. MCs. Is, it's it, true. It's just. Yeah, just rap. Yeah, just like rap it's music. just yeah, like. And more so in a black community, but especially so in in, in the hip hop culture. So yeah, KRS did address it. He, he he dropped one rhyme, and then I I think he did a uh, he did a interview. Um, about uh, if if he was gonna dish uh, MC Shan, so let's uh, let's pull that up. MC Shan, yes, he gets dissed again. Um, you know, for years I've been talking to Shan about doing a tour. You know, you see it online. You know, you see us talking. 
And for years we've been saying, yo, we should do a tour. We should go out and do a tour. And, and not just a regular tour, but like a battle tour where he come out, I come out, he come out, I come out, and we do our songs and do it like that. Everybody know what it is. Bridge is over, South Bronx, Queens Bridge. You know what it is. But what happened now is that I guess I was battling some other dude and off the top of the head when I was in the, in the mix, I told this dude that we already took out MC Shan. Why are you holding up his album? So I guess Shan heard that and said, I'm tired of this dude talking about he took me out, he took me out. We ain't never battled face to face. And he's right. We never did battle face to face. And the reason we never did is because he never wanted to. My guns stay cocked, okay? So anytime, any place, Dude could have ran up on me 30 years. I've been everywhere, all up and down Queens, all up and down the Bronx, Brooklyn. I've done all kind of festivals. Dude could have came out and said anything at any time. He never did. So now to come out 30 years later and say, oh, we never really battled, so you never really took me out. It's kind of weak. That's really kind of weak. So he put out, I guess he did an interview with somebody, put out a little piece, acapella piece, I responded with my piece, no doubt, and I thought he'd come back, I thought dude would hear what I'm coming with, and say, yo, I better step my game up, KRS ain't playing, but of course, that ain't the case, dude said, yo, he came back with that whack shit, you heard it, that shit was garbage, weak ass rhymes, weak ass beat, production, whack, I may hit this dude now, you know, I'm gonna hit this dude hard. I, and, it's, and it's funny because everybody know what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not running around saying, oh, I'm this, I'm that. I'm, I'm KRS. Nah, dude, I'm really chilling. Doing my tours. I'm trying to educate people. We, 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 we got co um, conferences we want to do. We on this mission to save our people. But every once in a while, dude want to step up, make you take off your robe, and put on some army fatigues. And I'm always down for that. And it's like, here come MC Shan trying to come at KRS again. So if that's what it is, right after this interview, I'ma drop the heat on this dude and it's not gonna stop. Dope. <laughs> what, what else needs to be said? So I know what side you're on. <laughs> it's a Blastmaster KRS-One. Here we go. See what KRS has to say. It's uh. a great picture. <laughs> Come on, man. What else needs to be? I mean, that right there. You ain't got to re release a track. KRS speaks the truth. I mean, I heard his response too. You heard this one? Huh? I don't know if this is it. It didn't start like that. Take a rest one, you better hold up. 
My shooters are ready, steady, you're so cool. Here we go again, Shan, I'ma blast you. Back in 86 and 87, do it crash you. You acting like I gotta ask you if I want. I don't give a fuck about what you saying, my dude, you done. Dudes that never battle, wanna see one. Dudes that are not MCs, they always wanna be one. No, I'm not the slave, son. Hey, I rest the free one. It's Boogie Down Productions. Every battle we won. Never in your life think you step into the KRS. The whole world says he's the best. East to west, from Compton to Shot Town to the Boogie Down. But Shan needs money, so he's trying to pull his rapper down. I graduated years ago from this battle sound. I toured the whole world while MC Shan sat around. You want the history? I'ma bring it back around Let's start with MC Shannon Queens getting smacked around That's why he sounds the way them suckers sound Losers, making big claims behind cheap computers Shan, you wanna test the teacher? You'll get split apart, torn into pieces Thrown somewhere in the dark I take you back to see the park Shan, you make wrong But you like a cowardly lion that need a heart Get back to smoking the coke, nigga I see you a broke, nigga 30 years, you ain't getting no for real, you are joking, I ain't laughing Breaking down rappers like you, that's my passion Take them out, take them out, take them out But why is it like a feud, you know, a battle that started between LL and MC Shan Became MC Shan and KRS Like, where's LL in all this? Like, why doesn't he have anything to say? I mean, cool J. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I know he's... he's take on Cool J, Well, I'm just saying, like, why isn't he... Cool and on he, why is he completely forgotten when it was started Ooh. with him? Well, no, it, those were different beefs. The reason why LL and Hatch Shan had a um, had a beef was because back in the days, right? The look. Nope. Back in the to... days, yes, looks were, were were something that you didn't steal, but uh, rhymes and beats, and it was called biting. Nowadays, everyone bites. They they kind of kind of they try to pawn it off as, as an a, homage. As an homage, yes, not homage, homage. not homage, <laughs> not homage. I don't know why that still entertains me. <laughs> I still find it funny, but okay, it's go an on. homage, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I think it could be argued, and, and I'm again, I'm no linguist. Yeah, they both work. They're both okay, but it's just I prefer. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, but I was so, just, I so mean, LL the, is just out of it now. On, he doesn't on, even Chief. play the game anymore. Hold on, Chief. So so back in the day, there was uh, Cool Since J, Cool J, Marley Maul had a song. <laughs> he is in my top five. No, I just always you have to slip me? that in there. You and, and apparently your crew, your peeps, your people, your friends. It's a, a there, regular thing. There was, there was a song. I don't even know if I can find the Cool <clears> J <throat> one. I'm going to give you guys a little history. All of his beats and my rhymes attached. From the new creation called the Molly Scratch. We always did at a positive course. His beats, my rhymes, combine made force. I say it's like a force because the force is strong. And if you think we're weak, I'd, I'd say, say you're wrong. All your other DJs are a bunch of jerks. Molly, give them an example how a DJ, DJ works. works. <laughs> 1985 people. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I could let this play. I, I lost myself for a minute. But the point of the song is this beat, Cool J used the, a similar beat in one of his songs. So, and, and that, that's how that, that beef was launched. Because back in those days, there was no home homages. It was, it, you were a biter. And right. if, you, if you bit, I mean, it, it's it a, was, I'm yeah. telling you, it's it was a, a very no. serious offense. No. It's completely and, disrespectful. <clears throat> completely. So it's funny how it's turned into an homage, you know, like how things have changed. I don't know if the culture is the same, you know. But, because I mean, they're not the only ones who were talking about biting and stuff. I mean, everybody was back in that de- in that time. So, but even MC Light's got her biting song. Hmm. So, you know, it's just different. It's a maybe era is not the right word, but it's a, dif- a different, a different, different, different time, different mentality, different music, different respect. Oh, completely. Completely. So this is Shan. I was going to say this is his MC Shan's version. Let me rock this rhyme only if I may. It's directed to my man LL Cool J. Your brand new jam sure does sound sweet. You rock the bells, but you stole my beat. My beat. My beat. So they. So back in those days, they 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 would they would do the battling over albums. Me and Molly Mall, we designed it well. You added some percussion, thought we could not tell. It will be my glory to tell this story. It will even be rocked in your territory. This was a big deal back in the day. Now I don't know if I can find the 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 version of Cool J that he has that beat, but let me see. That's it. Mm-hmm. So that's Cool J. Now listen to that, okay? Let me let it play again. Something funky called Rock the Bells. <laughs> okay, hold on. This song like hit it big too. This is this is rock. My title is the king of the FMOZ. My volume expands the consume. My structure's immortal lyrical heirloom. Vocally pulsating, I initiate job rating. You must respond to my bell. There's no waiting for the duration. Listen to that beat. Receiving ovation for the bell association. The vocalization techniques I employ. The voice of a shadow could dump a toy boy. The injection of bell into this beat. For a sort enough energy to amputate your feet. So take the bells out, you know, the cowbell. Yeah. Now you hear. Yeah, same beat. He's not wrong. It's the same beat. But all of his beats and my rhymes attached. But if almost if you think about it, a fair battle, the most fairest battle, okay, if you're a true MC, 
without production, without your DJ, without any of it, mm-hmm. if you battle, if you like rap lyrics. over, yeah, n- not only just lyrics, but just you can rap over the same beat. No, no, and no, no. No, but no, just an actual now. battle. That's, that's the evolution. But nope. to see nope. who can actually nope. rhyme better yes. no, and who has that. a better flow I, and a I better get, sound get, to but, that but, particular but, beat. But that's who after. rides the beat better than the other one? If it's going to be that, that kind of battle. Keep bringing it. That's all I'm saying. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna like, I'm not that. saying that this is the context, but this. I'm saying like if I were to witness mm-hmm. you know, a, an MC battle, that would be... An interesting trait, you know, it would be an, an interesting, what is it? What's dynamic. The, sure, dynamic, just um, fight, I will yeah. say, you know, to a use. joust. Yeah, it would just be an interesting. Spar. Yeah, it would be interesting to see that, just to really, right. Right. you know, compare gonna, the two let me, talents. I'm going to answer. Let me just let me know when you're done. It doesn't have to be either or's beats, just a neutral beat. <laughs> I'm trying to be open-minded about it. Okay. <laughs> okay, I, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Now, now you can fight back. And that's where you're wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't start your argument with me being wrong. Explain me, me, your argument and then let the people... The this is There's the, no written law. That's the problem. But there is a written law. This is the tradition and there's nothing richer. There's nothing... Hold on, chief. There's nothing... Drink your wine. <laughs> drink your wine. Okay? There's nothing richer, more deep, more sacred than tradition. And that's what's been lost within the hip-hop culture and especially... What do you mean by tradition? Hold on, hold on. Especially rap music. The, the law of biting. The, the point is, you can't rap over a Nas beat because that's Nas's beat, but that's what they do People for battling still- because there's an era because of the for, it, 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 because of the forgotten tradition. With every generation, something gets lost in the shuffle and there's a pass. You pass. You're like, oh, I'll use this beat and I'll call it a mixtape and I'll rap over it and yeah, I can get, get the same thing. But the only reason that you like that is because you're the, the, the nostalgia of Fucking That's not the only reason necessarily. Though. Yeah, the lyricism brings it out, but the point is there was a time when you could not take someone else's beat and rap over it. It was so sacred. I can't I can't explain it to like, you. Like if it's an re- album, you reason- know, and you are producing it and you're creating the sound but and you're sampling, you're creating this that's the that's point. That's fine. That's the point, Miriam. You can't take someone else's shit and then pass it off on your own and then put your rhyme over it and call yeah, it your album. Malcolm sampling is based on that. No, man. No. You but it is that. though. If you you're sampling a beat, you're you sampling s- a funk song that was back in the day, a James Brown song, and you're doing something on top hold of on, that. Hold on, chief. Okay. So are they biting James Brown? That is but not when you're the first sample. Hold on. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And that's fine as far as a, sp- a sparring session. I get that. But you can't blatantly take someone's shit and then, and then on top of that. Say it's your own? And no. Cl- well, you can, you can say, even if you say that, you can't say you're the baddest because you didn't, you did not create you didn't or truly create put it. the Fair work enough. in to sample that. That's the point I'm trying to make. You can't, you, you just can't take someone else's style. This is the beef that, that Tupac... They definitely have a similar style as well, and I think it's deeper than just this, sampling. Let me tell you something, let me, and it, it goes even deeper. I mean, we could talk for two hours about this shit. And again, I'm no hip-hop historian. I just know the time I lived in and, and, the, and the time that I absorbed within the early days from the late 70s, 80s, and into the 90s. But... 
and my perception of it. I'm not saying I'm right. You're you're wrong. Well, you are, but the, <laughs> you are clearly thinking that you're the, right and the, I'm wrong. The, uh, clearly, the, let's the, let's get that clear the, to everybody. The, the, the far as the sampling thing goes, yes, that's that's the one of the foundations of hip hop or rap music. Some when you talk about Houdini, when you talk about Run DMC's first album, those classic albums produced by Larry Smith, very little samples. Very, he, he believed in making the music. One of the best producers no one knows. And if you're listening to this, look up producer Larry Smith and look at the hits that he's made. He's a musician. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with samples. But when you start sampling the sample of someone else's sample, where the fuck are we? Yeah, but it's kind of doing the same thing, though, you know? So it's like you can't hate on, on I'm part not, of But that's the, a different the, argument. <laughs> you can't you can't no it's actually part of the same argument it's just you can't hate on sampling from samples when that's already been sampled you see what i'm saying like you're it's kind of biased you know so you know to be to take a step back and be a little more open minded which you've tried to do in the hip hop world you know it's you kind of have to look at it like that, you know, it's, it's like even one of, you know, there's a few MCs that I've brought up, you know, on the podcast that have rapped over Fuji's or, yeah, and that's fine. you know, and, and that's the Fuji's fine, but that's took a, that from someone else. So but it's that's like, a, that's a easy, no, I'm not saying it's easy because you got to have some but it's skill. it's part of hip hop, no, you know, get, so you can't like just the, hate on it so aggressively when it's still a part of it. No, I get that. And I'm fine with that, but you You're can't, not, you can't produce Because you said I'm wrong. No, no. Well, yeah, you are wrong, but. <laughs> The, you can't. You can't produce. I'm just an, playing devil's advocate. You can't produce an album and then call it your album. I still think it's stealing. You can't to get the record straight. Here, let me but, just say this. Let me just say this. You can't produce an album and then say it's your album and it's your style because it's not your style. The, the sacred tradition back in the day was. If you wore, if you just take the dress code, you, you're you're b boy, you you're, you're fresh. Your crew wore wore Pumas. Your crew wore Adidas. Doesn't mean no one can wear that. But if it's a certain look and you come out and you look like Duke next Duke next to you, yeah. But Malcolm, who's been wearing fucking Adidas this whole time? And then who wore Pumas the other day? You know things change. Like yeah, in but the I moment, felt like shit too. <laughs> I felt like shit all day too. You didn't feel like, you didn't feel it, like yourself. It was cool, and I got called out a couple. Like times. when I wear my Adidas, I'm like, I know I'm wearing Adidas today. I, I got, am not my true self. I got called out, but I wasn't biting anyone's style. And then when you when you when you blatantly take someone's beat and you bite it, it's 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 just it's it ain't right, man. It ain't right. <clears throat> it's. I'm not talking about sampling though. I'm just right. Saying, it's you have to be able to explain the difference between yeah. biting and sampling. Yeah, no, I'm not saying sampling. You know, James Brown, Godfather of hip hop. I mean, come on, man. Of course those samples are fine. But then when you, when you're when you're Godfather of soul. Of hip hop too, man. Yeah, but soul is yeah, is the basis of hip hop, and that yeah, I'm not arguing that. I'm not going into like a thousand arguments with you about this, that, or the other. I'm st- sticking to what biting is, and the fact that the fact that uh, uh, today's culture, and I'm not denouncing or dissing the youth of today and how they program music, but it is except mediocrity is is fucking celebrated in today's culture. It is uplifted, and a motherfucker dresses up as a goddamn panda and raps. It's bullshit, and it's whack when I see it. They're lucky I don't know the name of the crew, because they're whack. That's the point. When I see someone um, auto-tuning throughout it, trying to be Roger motherfucking Troutman, they're whack to me. I don't care who it is. It's a cop-out, and it's fucking lazy. 
That's my point. It sounds dope and you're high, you're vibing on it, you're drunk, you're sipping on this, you're sniffing on that, you know what I mean? You're with your girl, your dude, and you know, that's the memory you're, you're making. But let me tell you something, you're making whack-ass memories. It's whack. It's not original. It ain't fresh and it ain't dope. It ain't. It's, it ain't. I know I, I know. I sound angry, but fuck it. I told you that's the way it's going to... Fuck it. I told you that's the way it's going to go down from here on out. Okay, and that's just... It's a, fine. It's funny. It, it is. It ain't, it ain't funny to me, though. It <laughs> ain't funny. It and I'm not on MC Shan's side here either. Let me tell you. I'm not, but that's just... Neither am I. And that's what's funny. I'm just trying to... You know, look at it from a different perspective and challenge you. That's where this conversation is going. Yeah, I'm not trying to get you angry. Let me me play something. Let me find something. I'll play. I'll I'll show you something that's even more whacked. (laughs) Let me find. Just indulge me, people. I know I'm running over. We're in the mix here. I mean, shit. She got me all worked up. My blood pressure's I'm probably... I'm just asking questions. That's all. I'm just trying to... It's I'm just, there, there, it. there are traditions, and maybe it's for the best. That's the evolution of hip-hop. I'm good with that. I'm good with this era of trap music and everybody trying to sound the same and look the same, because eventually it's going to evolve, and it is evolving to more of a conscious state and lyricism, and there's fantastic local MCs that I'm seeing and I'm witnessing. They, they, they do exist uh, in the movement, and there's... So many of them that it is difficult to, to 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 keep track. But I mean, even back in the day, even back in the day, the majority of the MCs were whack back back in the day. There was only a handful of those motherfuckers that was dope. But the majority of them, you had Gigolo fucking Tony. How many times have you heard me bring up Gigolo Tony on this show? <laughs> motherfucker was whack. You had Shy D. You know what I mean? Motherfucker, the motherfuckers was whack. But I mean, you know, they produced. And the fact that they were produced, I'm not a rapper, you know what I mean? I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not an MC, I'm not an artist on that level. So when they come at me and say, motherfucker, what'd you produce? Motherfucker, I'm not the rapper here. Your shit's whack. That's, that's, uh, and I think I have the right to say that. I you think. have the right to your opinion. And, 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 and yes, right. And I've, I'm, they can say about the podcast, podcast is whack. Oh, it probably is, motherfucker. But the thing is, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not producing this shit for a wide audience. If someone listens, yeah, that's cool if they do, but I don't give a fuck. I mean, who, who do I care? I, I told you why I started this motherfucker. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're cute. Sorry. <laughs> All right, here, here. This is Snoop. This is a clip of Snoop. From when? This is a clip of Snoop doing a Tupac tribute. Okay. You know, this fucking phone. You're going to break that shit. Oh, man, the shit came unplugged. Hold on. Oh, shit! That shit right there. Did you hear those horns? Yeah. Did you hear that shit? Yeah, I know that. I know those horns. Whack. It's whack. It's the hype, the crowd, Malcolm. Motherfuck it's, me. It's, it's the this, so so. Hold on. That's so that is, echo stage, right? So is that's the goddamn right. panda. Is the hype, the crowd. You know what Rock Him did to hype the crowd? 
Let me tell you what Rakim did did to hype the crowd. He did this. He got on his knee. Got on his knee on a crate and and delivered serious lyrics. You know what Public Enemy did to hype the crowd? You know what they did? They brought out Terminator X, Flavor Flav, the S motherfucking one W's, and and Chuck D. But we've discussed this, okay? We've talked about how... Not in a horn. He just messed the song up. He just messed a classic song up by blowing a horn that shouldn't even been there. Not only that is disrespectful to Tupac. You're angry. What this do you mean? Like, they do it all the time. You, they're trying I, to hype the I, crowd. They're trying to get the people going. Why, why do you need that? Because why? they're obviously not hype. Who made that? Who, they're, they're not hype. No, because they think about when, you know, it goes That's back a whack to- DJ. I'm calling him out. I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't care if it's Daz motherfucking Dillinger on there. I don't care who it is. Don't use that horn because it fucks up the sound. It fu- what if you did that I horn? I haven't been what? to a club in a long time. because That's, that's club. my point. But it's whack. It's evolved into where you think it's acceptable. If you would have went to a concert back in 1987, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, 93, you didn't hear horns. You know why? Are you saying they, they weren't hype then? Were they, were they not hype then? It's different. We're desensitized Motherfuckers now. Motherfuckers is whack now. Malcolm, we're, we're desensitized now. They're whack, They man. need so much They're more. Whack. That's why you have Walking Dead. You need so much more blood. So much more anger. So much more. But I'm just saying desensitize. Like music, it's like Dead's EDM. Whack. If you go to the Echo stage and all that stuff, you expect the lights. You expect the they lasers. They lights because motherfuckers is dope to fuck up. You know what I mean? To get them hype. That's my point. The DJ should be able to do that. You know why? Because they ain't really DJing. That's another issue. Same DJ. I agree with that. But there's that's a dude. The there was a dude. Because the whole point of the whole job of the DJ is to hey, get the out. people check, like check feel this shit their out. mood. Check this shit out. There was a dude back in the day, Flint, Michigan. I don't even know if you can look him up. His name was Kenneth Motherfucking Box. Okay, I'm saying motherfucking a lot on this podcast you right are. now. But his name was Kenneth Box. You know what he would show up with? What? Right? He show up with about four to six crates of albums, right? Of records, of vinyl, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, turn this off. He would show up with just that, and he would show up with two turntables. Uh, I don't even think he used a microphone, and he used a picnic table. <laughs> and the crowd—it would smell like feet and and sex and Jerry curl juice in that motherfucker. And, and 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 you know why? Because that was the get down, and motherfuckers was feeling it. No horns, no lights. Yeah, but it's not no like glow that sticks. anymore. You know why? You know why? Because it's not like that anymore. It's a different time. No, you use you use your creativity. You had less, and you produce. You look at the films today. You look at the, there's a new. Yeah, bat- but you're forgetting the environment. You look like, at that's the thing. Like that's my point, though. No, I you get got it. all. Look at George. Yeah, I could I could go back to George Lucas and his Star Wars movies. Okay, you got to fill it up with all this CGI. You look at this new Batman movie. Look like pure shit. Pure shit. You know what I mean? You 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 look at any director. You you compare the Chris Nolan movies and these new Avengers and bullshit Batman movies, and you can see the quality and you can see the difference because these guys are hungry and these guys are the real, real deal. And even Glenn Friedman, you can go back on that podcast and you say most of the rappers there in that era was whack, was just as whack, and it was a select few. Like Chuck D, like the uh, the aforementioned uh, LL. Even you can throw Shan. Shan wasn't whack by any means. It's just there were certain levels that once once you got to a certain level, I mean, you can fuck with Cool J. You know what I mean? Just like now, can anyone fuck with Jay Z? Can anyone fuck with Jay Z on the level he's on? You can't As because businessman, the whole shebang, the the whole love him or or hate him. 
the whole shebang. You really can't fuck with that motherfucker. Just like KRS, there you can't fuck with that motherfucker. You you look at you look at J Cole, you look at Kendrick well, they've Lamar. They've made their space. You look at, they've made you look their, at certain like, individuals. You know. They're on a different playing field, and yeah. as long as they live. As long as they live, they're going to do greater things. Even Pac was at Pac was at that level early on. Yeah, but there was so much more to him. You know what I mean? Like it that's was, my point. Yeah. When you have to add fillers and you have to add uh, um, uh, effects to to move well, the I'm crowd. I'm not disagreeing with you, you know, Ma- Malcolm. You I'm not disagreeing with off. you. I'm just saying that's what is necessary, unfortunately, today, to because of the desensitization that we have. I can dig it. It goes back to like the, I think I forget what show it was. It was some festival. And Outcast had not performed and probably had not gotten together in like 10 years. Not only did they get booed, but it was like even then they were on stage and the people were not, the audience was not appreciative. They weren't feeling it. Like even Andre 3000 was like, what am I alone up here? You know, am I the only one feeling this? Am I the only one dancing? Like what's going it on? It's might because have, it might, have been, might not have been that crowd. I mean, it's I'm, not the right crowd, but I mean, the crowd com- expectation was, you know, big lights, big sounds, you know, all of that stuff that the hype, you know, that. Not everyone necessarily needs, but because there's a lot of desensitization, you need so much more to actually feel anything. I mean, you get that. You and get that's sad. I get that. I get they that. They have to be I drunk. S- or they have to be high. They have to be under the effect. I, I mean, of, I don't mind that. Like I don't the mind set. the alcohol. All the senses need to be stimulated. And Dr- it's a little hey, excessive. With, with rock and roll, drugs, booze, all that goes. Sex goes hand in hand. I don't. I don't. I don't. I do not denounce any of that. You catch me on any given day, any 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 time at the right place at the right time, and the stars align. You know, I'm down for whatever. Yeah, but music used to make people high. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't and need anything. Not, you know what I mean? I don't need people. I don't. We need, just need so much more now to yeah, like yeah. have an no, effect. No, I dig it. I dig you. I feel you. I feel you on that. But um, you know what I mean? It is what it is, and, and I think we're I think we're in agreement in the main part. And I recognize your your point on the times that have changed, but I also recognize. Uh, the fact that I'm gonna start calling motherfuckers out, and you have to because I mean this 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 spills over into our 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 very own culture uh, um, in the community where this is forgiving. I mean I mean I've talked about my son on this podcast numerous times, and even back in the day when I reminisce about him uh, competing in, in t-ball and how in baseball every kid can get six strikes until they hit the ball. You know what I mean? It's whack. Okay, that's whack. You get three, you strike out, you hit the bench. And if you're whack, you don't get back up. You know what I mean? You don't get a position. You get cut. You know why? Because that builds something in you because you know that feeling of loss. You got to have that. If you got to if you if you're celebrated because you're just okay and you get a record deal or you get to get up at bat playing T-ball or yeah, baseball. Try? Fuck you. You're, you 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 lost, kid. Hit the bricks. You know what I mean? I'm going over here to Jamal. Jamal's going to be my starter. That's what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that Craig can't do it. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, if Craig ain't, if he ain't pulling his weight, he got to go and come back next year. Happened to Michael Jordan. Happened to Michael Jordan. And look what you got. Rings and things. That's what I'm talking about. Diamond rings and things. You know what I mean? I'm just telling you, Miriam Tazi. I'm a little passionate. A little Oh, look what she did to me, people, man. <laughs> Dude, I got to go to the doctor now. I'm just you know what I mean? communicating, Check. exchanging, debating, speaking, arguing. Speaking of parenting, I don't know if you've seen this video floating around um, about uh, 
that father and son. Did you see that? No, but I saw one of the father doing his daughter's hair, and it's like one she of the messed it up. <laughs> you you can't do shit like that. No, he tries, and he knows it's bad, and then she looks at the camera and it's just like open. Hey, what? You tried to braid the shit? No, he just tried to put it up in a ponytail. What but type of dad just, was it? White dad, black dad, black dad, and, and he, it was just you know. Did girl, the motherfucker use lotion or pink oil moisturizer? He was brushing it. It was gathered. It's just the elastic just did not. It, it, I'll show you. It's cute. It's like one of the best, cutest videos ever. But what's this? Well, this video is a dad. He got in trouble because he disciplined it. I guess his kid got out of line. Mm. And uh, they got, uh, he, 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 he lied to him or something. And, and so, you know, for discipline, he said, put on the boxing gloves. And he, bought, he videotaped the whole thing and it went viral. Him and his son? Yeah. How old is his son? Yeah, his teen, 17 or something like that. And they fought? They fought. And it's on video? It's on video. I think he broke his son's nose or okay, something. Okay, that's not going to be good. Well, I mean, hey, man, I took a lot of beatings growing yeah, up. Yeah, but it wasn't on video. Who gives? Well, it doesn't matter, man. Could you just, imagine watching yourself get beat? You'd be like, damn, it looks a lot worse than it felt. When and you, you'll be like, god damn, I got punched in the face. You'll shit. be like, when you get When you get beat, anyone is I got punched in the face, too, but if I'd actually seen it happen, I'd be like, I can't believe I that was me. I don't have to see it. I felt this shit. So. I felt it, too, but I'm just saying, like, if you actually see it happening, you're like, god, it's it's different. It doesn't matter. My point okay, is, my point, thing. my point is, I think I haven't seen, and I, I just know that he, he, you know, he's got to stand trial now. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is this is another era where, look, it's not my job to police how someone parents, you know, their 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 children. Um, I've never had to had to lay hands on my son. I, I maybe raise my voice or at least deepen it. But uh, you know, he had to discipline him this weekend. And take his phone away from him, but I mean, he, you know, he's he's he, you know he's a stand-up guy, um, and I'm I'm fortunate on that end. But uh, you know, I, I I wouldn't want to be put in the, in the position to actually lay hands on anyone uh, for any reason. However, uh, I don't. I don't condemn or condone anyone's tactics when it comes to this. I just think we as a society, and I'm calling society out on this shit too. I think we're whack. I think it's whack and 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 and, and this culture, this this protective, uh, gated community, cult, the culture that we reside in is, is soft. They're soft. They're soft on kids. You get three strikes. Okay, if you if you can't run fast and you can't jump, you ain't on the team. All right, you go play. You know, what I mean, go play in a chess club or something. <laughs> You know what I mean? Hit the bricks. All right? You ain't going to be the one. I get it. You're building self-esteem. And I've seen that help my son to some greater or lesser degree. But the motherfucker is going to be what he's going to be regardless. That shit's already etched in. That's part of the matrix. You know what I mean? The motherfuckers ain't, he, he's not gonna be, he plays basketball, but he's not going to be a basketball player. Okay? It, it's just it, You just know. Granted, yeah, I go out to have some fun. You know what I mean? I got to go to the game, fucking Saturday and all this stuff, drive up and down the road. I'm just telling you like it is. You know, but parents are soft. They don't want to admit that shit. Well, they have raising soft children. But I'm just saying, and, and this dude, again, I haven't watched this video. I watched two seconds of it. So and we're going to play it on the podcast? You haven't watched it? Well, I mean, I, I've, seen the, I've seen the clips and he's throwing jabs. But look, my first gut reaction when I saw the first few seconds of it, there was no option for us to hit back. I wish my dad would have given us the gloves so we could have had a chance to hit, to hit, get a pass. It wouldn't even be a Would you be able to hit your father, though? 
It wouldn't even out of respect. No, not so much respect, but like fear. But fear. We knew better not to exactly. Yeah. You would you respect your like okay maybe not but, respect. You're afraid enough where you wouldn't do yeah, that. Fear, fear, fear outweighs the respect. Like, part. I could never. But but if he says you know you know protect yourself and you throw back or I'm gonna keep hitting you then you you ain't you, look you got it. But you, you guys used to wrestle in front of your family members and stuff. Oh yeah, so my old man used thing. to. It used to be like gladiators. Yeah, you told me about. It was that. like gladiators. So you have to get in the room for entertainment, right? Yeah. And fight, and it would be in the street and on the grass and the gravel wherever. It wasn't so much. I don't meat. understand that guys wrestle and stuff, and it's like a thing. It would be know? a fight. But yeah, Re- it didn't sound wrestling like just, just wrestling. Body, you know, it sounded like yeah. But mainly that was with my cousins i don't really okay that makes it okay like that's <laughs> that doesn't make it okay it's old family members okay it's cool it's your cousin yeah but you're not you gonna hard, kill though. him but you're hard though it hardens you up you know what i mean you don't want no soft motherfucker i wouldn't do it i don't have a reason right. to do it now exactly what is it harden you for for virginia yeah, like, but it's like really but it's like my son you know what i mean there was we but watch- you don't want you are you gonna teach your son how to how to hell punch yeah. how to hold a gun hell you think he yeah. needs to where he's living hell no he does not not where he's living exactly now, now so he'd living. be losing that for, he'd be using that for but, what but let Nothing. me tell you this let me tell you this we're watching give me a break we're watching uh, the movie uh, it's all about context damn people you guys are getting a show today so look check this out we were watching uh, Barbershop, the, the new movie, right? And there's a scene where there's a fight that's ready to break out. And dude, dude walks up on the other dude, right? And so I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm narrating, and I'm like, you see what he's doing? He's doing everything wrong. And, and my son looks up at me, and he's like, why? I was like, well, A, he just let dude walk up on him, and he's about two inches from him, and he's got his hands in his pockets. So when it goes down, and believe me, if you're in front of a thorough motherfucker, motherfucker that knows what's up and knows the streets, he's going to take advantage. It's, it's kill or be killed. So it's, you got your hands in your pocket, you're going to get, you go to any World Star uh, video and you watch those dudes that they got their hands down or they let someone get in their space. Rule number one, when, when you're getting into a confrontation, right, someone walks up on you, you take a step back. You take a step back and ready yourself. N- and you never have your hands in your pockets. You're or on, wear flip-flops, never. I was getting ready to get into that. <laughs> uh, you learn. See how you learn? Even, and you're, you haven't even been in a conversation, conf, confrontation, but you know what not I have to not? I have. No, okay. I'm talking about right now, here and now. <laughs> not you, recently. You, you, but you know, you know now. What and I am wearing flip-flops, so I have nowhere to go. <laughs> you, what, do you, you, what do you wear? You wear boots or tennis shoes at all times. You go to Flint, Michigan, you wear flip-flops, and you see where that you gets you. You live in Africa, okay? You talk That's to me about point. Flint, Michigan. I've lived in you, Africa, okay? Well, I, Afri- know, I know how to run away from shit. Well, Africa's Not different because... Not only people, from the animals, too, you got to run when yeah, they but, come after yeah, you. Yeah, but Africa, Africa's different because the feet is... is, is it, it hardens. Yeah, yeah, it's different. It's a little more calloused. A little bit more callous. So let's just, you know, it's I haven't no gravel. been. It's just dirt. You can just run through dirt. Is that what you're trying to say? I haven't been yeah. to witness this, but I have cousins with, 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 with hard feet. Hard feet. feet. <laughs> yeah. They can walk on gravel like it's nothing. I can't even walk on a silk sheet. <laughs> what the fuck? But here, let's get to this thing because we're running this podcast kind of long. Funny. Uh. Yo, yo, yo. All right, Facebook world. So my son. 17 years old, decides he wants to go to school and cut up like he ain't got to come home and see me. Today, he walked out of the teacher's class, and granted, I know teachers be fucked up, so I let him know he could walk out of class, but call me so I'm on your side. All day went by, he didn't call. So now, it's discipline time, because he didn't do what I told him to do. He chooses to do what he wants to do. Now, 
For y'all that got kids, teenagers, girls, I don't know. I got sons, and I treat them like men. And he going to get this work like a young man, which is twofold. Discipline for not following my directions. Secondly, teaching him how to defend himself. So right there, I don't have a problem with that right there I at all. What, what's your problem? I do. <clears throat> because first of all, it's, it's <laughs> putting out in the public. It's not a private thing within your own home. No, 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 no. Take, take. Yeah, this is this that's, is a, no. Wait, you wait, can't wait. take that out wait, 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 because wait, wait, that's wait, how we on. have access to hold it. Hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. <laughs> I wish this was on video, people, so you can see her face. I wish, I wish. <laughs> Don't I even wish. stop me. We're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna start broadcasting this shit. But okay, I I, I dig that. I understand. I I I, I, I agree He's with you on that. Put part. it out there. But, but for a second, I'm talking about. And he's sweaty, and he looks like he has high blood pressure, wait, wait, wait. and he is not in a condition. He looks, he's definitely he like high like, strung right looks, now. Looks like me right now. So wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, he's, wait, wait, he's wait, sweating. Look wait. at him; it's glistening. You can see it on the pause right there. Sorry. Wait. Yeah, she's. I gotta say, wait a lot of times, people. All right. Sorry. Wait. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm listening. The, I'm listening. Take out the, the social media aspect and, and we're in his inner psyche. I'm talking about, do you agree? That's not my psyche. I can't relate like that. But do you agree with his philosophy on, on, on what he said? I don't really understand why he was so upset that his son... Motherfucker lied, okay? I just had the same exact... All kids lie. Hold on. You're going too high All pitched. kids lie. Yeah, but when you get caught... All right. My son, I just had the same conversation with him. Said he was doing fine in school, right? Mm-hmm. Doing fine. Oh, yeah. Did all your homework? Did your homework? Yeah. He missed three assignments. Didn't do them. Zeros, right? His mom blows up. I got to see the shit on my damn text messaging. I'm working two jobs. I'm driving 300,000 300, miles. I just hit on my car. I'm, 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 I'm pressure. All this stuff's on my mind, right? I got to see this shit, right? And then when she hits me up with text messages, you know, it's paragraphs, you know what I mean? So then now I'm now now I gotta I get you know I, I we gotta have a talk right same a talk same well, Malcolm wait, wait, a talk wait and and that's my point and I told him I said so so you did, not only did you not do it but you lied to me that's even a higher offense that's even a higher offense right right okay so I agree with he you know what I mean now I'm not the dude I'm not that dude that's gonna be like all right so since you want to be a man you know what I mean we're gonna have to handle it like a man. But I, I, I and understand. your son is what 14, 15? I understand that philosophy. A seventeen-year-old, I'm sorry, boy is almost a man. Okay, I'm not, I'm not aggressive. I haven't even seen his son yet. I'm not. I'm not that aggressive, and I don't feel the need to put my hands on anyone. Nor do I want to teach him and instill that 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 policy in his mind. I don't think that's that's a proper way. So, but I think he should be disciplined. But let's see what what. We have an idea where this is going to go with this gentleman. Mm. So it looks like he's uh, setting up the camera in his living room. Come on, put them gloves on. Let's go. Yeah. So he's, he he set the camera up, and the son has the gloves on, and he walks out in the living room. This is the punishment. Now we used to get similar punishments where we would get disciplined like that, and 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 my old man, or it could be anyone. I mean, we got disciplined by our neighbors. You have to go out there and get the switch. Walk out there and get a switch. Now imagine the a trauma. Switch is what a slap? What is a switch, Malcolm? You don't know what a switch is? No, I a switch do not. is when you walk outside and you go out there and you pull a a, a tree branch oh. off. It's called a switch. 
Okay. It's called a swoosh. No, no. <laughs> call it what you call it what you want. But there was there was nothing more traumatizing than when they say go outside and pick the switch. So not only do you have to get the tree branch, but you have to take off the leaves and everything too. Like the side little oh branches. yeah, yeah. And you bring the switch back and then the firing commences. All right? I know the sound. And it's not one or two. And don't put your hand behind on your ass or your leg or wherever you're being being hit. It'll cut you. Uh, man, come on. No, you they start over. Move your hand. Now we're going to do it again for round two. So I can re- I can relate to this. It have doesn't I, make it okay, Malcolm. Have Just I, because you can relate doesn't make it okay. I'm not saying I didn't say I condemn or condone it. Mm. People do what they do. That's their policy and that's their house. And how they manage their house is between them and their house and their God. It had nothing to do with me unless unless I you know unless I I see it unless I even still it's not my quarrel. You know what I mean? It, well, just, yeah, but if you think about how you are with your son, you know, yeah, and but it's that's like my never, son. Yeah, but that's what matters. No, you know, this is him with his son. Yeah, and he's and if, but if I know it. him, if I know him, even my brother, even I have brothers that 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 that, that uh, discipline their kids differently than I do, but I don't intervene with that that's 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 his family that's that's like me intervening with someone's wife or girlfriend you stay the fuck out of that shit because that's between my parents i used to get i used to have conversations with my mom about my dad and stuff like that until i learned that's a man and a woman and what they have that bond whether good or bad is between them and there's nothing more sacred there's nothing more emotional there's nothing more connected or disconnected and there's not a goddamn thing i can do there's nothing i can do oh i can keep trying and a good friend a good son a good brother does that and and you have to strategically do that but you can't just barge in someone's house and be like hey because what happens is you get what what happens when you get when you speak out of turn what happens mary Tazi? You get slapped. Yeah, you get <laughs> you you or get you get flicked on the mouth. In your case, not by me. <laughs> not okay. Let me no, let me. Yeah, no, not yeah, yeah, not not by me. No, no, listeners. Okay, because the way she said that, no, you get slapped. Like I'm doing something to her. This isn't happening. No, no. she's talking about her childhood. I, yeah, I've had I've had my mm-hmm. share. My, I mean, I'm not my, programming my this share. woman. I'm not programmed. I don't want anyone running with it because of the last podcast and coming up with theories and stuff. And now they're saying I'm being abusive or I endorse it. It's not oh the God. case. It's not the case. Okay, relax. Okay, let's get back to the video. <laughs> okay, so, I'm glad so he's, you got that out. So but. much like the switch where you have to walk out and get the switch, he's making his son put on the gloves. Okay. And he's lacing them up. God, that, that, that would... I that would fear right now? Oh, man, I would be pissing my pants. Sweat? So his son's got his gloves on. I think his son realizes it's about to happen. His son's got... Look at his stance. Yeah, no, he's ready. He's like, really, Dad? No, he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is going to hurt. His dad's a big dude, too. Yeah, he is. This is rough. I don't know if I can watch this, Malcolm. So you can look this up on YouTube, WTF, child abuse or discipline, Box, Box's father versus son beats him bloody. This is what you got to deal with coming home. Let's go. This is what you got to deal with coming home? That is not what you should deal with coming home. <clears throat> really? Yeah, but, you but, got to watch. You can't come in there with your eyes closed. You know that. I told you there's that. A, there's That's what the jab is. The jab is to hide the punch. 
He's just hitting him straight in the head. Those are those are light jabs. It doesn't though. matter. He's those hitting him straight he's, in the he's, head. He's his son has but... no idea what he's doing. He can't even block his face. You know, I I understand. Look how small his hold son on, looks hold, next no, to him. No, he is. His son's probably maybe 114 pounds. His dad's probably 215, 210. And yeah, this is this is completely but, inappropriate. Like, what is it? Two minutes into it, yeah. it's completely inappropriate. Yeah, th- this no, I I agree. I I do agree. I well, if if it's a sparring Straight to the face. It, well, I mean. I They're can't argue. Sparring Malcolm. I can't. No, I'm not going to argue with you. You can't. No, you I can't, can't defend this, this in is any way up. whatsoever. It's completely this, fucked up. This is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but it, it is. It is. Let's see. But see, he messed up right there. The son should not have threw the haymaker. He got hit in the face like four times yeah, before he, that. He's fucking up because I was pissing dad off because dad's obviously. You're supposed to let it happen. Like, yeah, beat me in the face. I would probably run next door. Yeah, run. Yeah, not let. Let me take the time, I, please. I would take your time. Lace my gloves up. Let me wait here patiently yeah. while you're gonna go and lace your gloves up. I would, I would run I, out the fucking door. I would. I would probably take the coward's way out and uh, run next door because these. You live in America. These Come on, stop acting stupid. You know what to do here. Uh, uh, oh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. They don't have to come and get this. Okay. They don't have to come and get this work, do See, they? See, I, I don't really need to watch anymore. Yeah. I think I think we get it, and I I believe in this case. Okay. I still stand by that, but what this is, it goes a little bit too far, and I think what happens is the dad has other issues going on uh, within himself, yeah. and yeah. and taking what, it out on his son. And what he's doing is, is yes, he's projecting that anger and rage on his child, which is clearly wrong. Therefore, I think yes, it, the smart thing is for uh, social services to step in, to, ste- to step in. And that ain't right. And that shouldn't be celebrated online either. Something like that should be taken down. Bizarre. Um, and we sh- we should not find entertainment value in something like this. I mean, yes, it, it should be taught maybe in, in in psych classes or something like that. But I, like I said, I had a similar uh, problem with my son like this weekend. Or you know, you heard me on the last podcast, and and just you know my emotions up and down. I'm, you know, whether I was angry or, or or whatever emotion I was feeling, and when I got that news. I could see how someone could slip and channel that. But, you know, I, what I usually do is, and I think I'm pretty good at it, is, is able to take a step back. Don't say shit at all uh, or, or wait until I cool down to address the, uh, the, the situation at hand because uh, it's so easy to slip into, you know, get a drink or something and then project that anger. Or in this case, put on some boxing gloves. So it's, it's clearly, uh, yeah, that, that doesn't work, people. Uh, probably not even good to look it up. I mean, if you want to, it is online, and this is sort of old news anyway. Not a fun uh, clip, that's for sure. That was Mary rough. Probably. Yeah, he took some. And it was still. That's only two minutes in. It's five minutes of footage here, and it says beats him bloodied. Yeah, so no, I, no need. I'm good. I mean, if you love your if you love your God, man, or if you love your seed, or your or your son, or whatever you call him or her, um, <laughs> your seed. I, I still him. can't get over you. You use that term. <laughs> my seed. He is my seed. I call him my God too. He's you know you do everything for him. You know what I, mean? I know, but just your seed. It just this sounds weird. I call to him me. my junior. That's fine. Your junior. Your son. You know, you gotta protect. You, you gotta. You, you yeah. have to protect. Uh, 
you know, you're, you're, you're the, the children yeah. because they are the future, and um, that that that's what's most important. I mean, and, I understand and, discipline and teaching. You know, teaching a child that life is not easy. Um, yeah. I mean, but for example, like my father. You know, when we're going through all this stuff, you know, and our personal stuff, like, you know, I'm just like, I just kind of was fed up and I was like so you know when does life get any easier you know dad and he was like only when you die you know and it's no. just I think I think life life gets But I was like even when yeah, you retire that's, that's you a, know like that's a you're tough not, thing to say to a child How My dad you? is is very like that you know yeah, and I was just thing. like But I can I don't you know? judge him for that I don't judge him uh, at all I for feel that. though you know like I felt it and I was like okay like there's no, like, when, I asked him specifically, I was like, when do we have to, like, when do we get to stop struggling? Like, why do we always have to keep fighting? Why is it always a struggle? Like, why can't anything be easy? And he's like, nothing in his life is easy until you die. I was like, and even damn. Not easy, but that's a tough, that's a tough talk to have. I, you know, I think I, I, that's probably rough. not the route of my ad, advice. Jesus Christ, what type of fathers do we have on this earth? Um <sighs> I mean, he was going through his own stuff because of his yeah, mom, exactly. you know, yeah. and I get that yeah, that's what he was so feeling, you know, but that's so like... That's a lot for a child. That's a lot. That's a yeah, I'm an adult, but I still like it resonated with me, you it's know, tough. I'm like, God damn. So there's no like easy way to live, you know? It's like okay, I'm suffering, and this is this the way it's going to be, and it's like acceptance. I'm pretty. You know? I'm pretty fortunate. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty. When I when I reflect in my relationship with my son, um, that's one of the victories I think. Uh, even though I don't spend uh, as much time as I would like, and and and, and so on. But when I look at it collectively in a whole. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm very. I'm, I'm pleased with the, our relationship and the time spent, and uh, and 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 how he's turning out and growing into a young man, uh, and any influence that I may have on him in that process. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's 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 challenging, and, and you know, what are you going to do? I mean, I, you know, we do the best we can as 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 parents uh, for those of us that are parents. <clears throat> All right, people. I want to move on to something else. Move on. I do. I do want to. I do want to keep uh, this theme of calling people out. Um, <laughs> Great. It's important for me. And there is a, uh, a a track I want to play. I'm playing a lot of tracks without getting the permission. Mm. But I'm going to play this one because this is from a hip-hop icon. And again, we've been talking about icons. No. One of the ones that did it. One of the ones that did it well. One of the OGs, you know what I mean, from Houston, Fifth Ward, the Ghetto Boys, Willie D., I don't know if you are familiar. I haven't heard this song yet. You told me about it. And oh man, he brings heat, let me tell you. So is this new? It's new. Yeah, he just dropped it. He's fed up. You know what I mean? He's fed up like a lot of people. A lot of people are getting passes, not just in hip hop, not just in in the hip hop culture, not just, uh, uh, you know, on film, TV, um, or should I say also on film and TV and politics. The people are just getting passes and they're running around and they're saying what they want, doing what they want. And people aren't really calling them out on it. I mean, it, look, somebody's got to do it. Someone's got to say it. And like I said, it goes back to it, it. In the past, the evolution of at least since I've been a parent, in the past 15 years, I've seen this softening uh, in the community on television. Um, not so much in this last parent, but. Uh, <laughs> But there's been a... <laughs> My dad is old school, okay? Well, not your dad, the, the boxer also. Oh, his father. 
father. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you're your dad and and the boxer. <laughs> Not soft at all. Um, no. But you have to call. We we got to start calling people out for who they are and just letting them know where you stand. You know what I mean? You got to let people know where you stand. And Willie D, if you don't know him, look up the Ghetto Boys. They were very influent, influential uh, in in the uh, uh, rap, uh, you know, southern rap music mm-hmm. uh, from Houston. And um, <laughs> from you say it's so dramatic, Houston. You know, Houston, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Fifth right. Ward. You know, I mean, representing Ghetto Boys, Scarface, Bushwick Bill. You know what I mean? So, I mean, okay. yeah, just, you know, back in the 80s, mm-hmm. 80s, 80s, 80s group. That just, 80s. Yeah, 80s, 90s, you know. But, you know, he's back, man, and he's 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 spitting fire. All and right. he's calling out names. I mean, he's calling out Charles Barkley. He's calling out. Oh, Really? Oh, my All right, God. let me hear some of this. Good. Are you going to play some of it for us? Some of it. I'm going to play the whole All right, I'm going to hear this. Shebang. I don't know this. Let me listen. Just as the slave master in that day used Tom, the house Negro, to keep the field Negroes in check, the same old slave master today has Negroes who are nothing but modern Uncle Tom. He takes a Negro, so-called Negro, and make him prominent. Build him up. Publicize him. Make him a celebrity. Making nigga jokes while he in the room, he gon' laugh harder than you. Cause he a coon, I'm a goon, top down, pass up when I walk. Never call a seal or a boss, I'm not a coon. Boom, it's the elephant in the room. Nah, that's a motherfucking coon. Black's been free since Lincoln got wasted. But some of these niggas still on the plantation. Listen up, Charles Barkley. You light skinned, but they still calling you a darkie. The only reason that they put the mic in your face is so you can do their dirt and talk down on your race. TNT made you big, put you on a wig. Now you acting like you never had trouble with pigs. You kissed the man in the mouth of real dudes, that's a no no. When you go come out the closet, you fucking homo. Saw your old television dressing in drag. What kind of dumb nigga say slavery wasn't that bad? This is San Antonio women, that's the kettle and pot. With that busted up looking ass wife you got. If your son is not your people, you're a coon. If you hate your own kind, you a coon. Boot nigga, shut and jive, you a coon. You a coon, you a coon, you a coon. If you sell it, not your people, you a coon. If you hate your own kind, you a coon. Sam Bow, Dasso, you a coon. You a coon, you a coon, you a coon. How to make a coon if you wish for a black one? Put some change in his pocket and give him a platform. Put him on suspension if he cross that line. But if he shitting on his people, give him more airtime. Stephen A. Smith, what's up with that hairline? Big mouth louder than four alpines. Got a chip on your shoulder cause your ball game suck. And you gotta work with players that your wife wanna fuck. I'm a savage running through the field of muck. Raven Simone, shut your chicken head, dumbass up. White folks don't love you, black folks don't trust you. When you was on that show, Bill Cosby must have drugged you. I had to get you cause you're cooning for capital. You Hollywood niggas are laughable. You're not infallible like Cosby when they use you up. They gon' throw your ass under the bus. If you sell it, not your people, you a coon. If you hate your own kind, you a coon. Boot nigga, shut and jive, you a coon. You a coon, you a coon, you a coon. If you sell it, not your people, you a coon. If you hate your own kind, you a coon. Sam Buck, Dasso, you a coon. You a coon, you a coon, you a coon. Ah, oh, hell, CNN 
business on. Check out this little bitch named Don Lamont. Get stuck in the butt, got your ass corrupted. You can smell weed, but you can't smell injustice. Selling your people out while the police murdered them. I wish them protesters would have shot you in Ferguson. I wish there would have been Stacey Dash on the ground instead of Michael Brown, but with additional rounds. Heard you slept your way to the top, somebody lying. You a D-list actress, been divorced three times. Stank ass, they say you easy, but you on Fox News. How you gonna talk about somebody else's morals and values? They pop these clowns up to undermine the plight. Give them the spotlight and reduce them to sound bites. Uncle Tom's dancing to the stereotypes. How you motherfuckers sleep at night? If your son is not your people, you a coon. If you hate your own kind, you a coon. Boot liquor, shut and jive, you a coon. You a coon, you a coon, you a coon. If your son is not your people, you a coon. If you hate your own kind, you a coon. Sounds broke, die slow, you a coon. You a coon, you a coon, you a coon. The supporters of coons love to talk about how they respect them because the coon has their own mind or they have their own opinions or they think outside of the box. That's a lie. The reason why they support the coon is because they can control the coon. Now, some people gonna have a problem with me calling these coons out. First thing they gonna say is crabs in the butt, crabs in the butt. Let me tell you something. This ain't got nothing to do with me trying to hold another black person back. I love to see black people getting it. You understand what I'm saying? But if your criticism of the black community, I weigh your contribution to the black community. And you black, you a motherfucking coon. If every time the police shoot somebody black and you take the police side, you are a coon. If you fix your mouth to say that we ended racism and discrimination in America like this old coon-ass nigga, David Clark, who called himself a sheriff in Milwaukee, you are a coon. If you are of any ethnicity other than white and you support Donald Trump, yes, you are a coon. If you out here ratting on the next man, cause he hustling, and y'all doing the same thing, you're not just a coon, you a motherfucking rat coon. Now let me get back to this cross-dressing ass nigga Charles Barkley. Look here nigga, you love to talk about how you'll slap somebody. I wish you would put your motherfucking hands on me. I'll body your fat ass, real talk. This nigga got a real self-hate issue. Fuck Charles Barkley and the ground he walk on. And if you fucking with Charles Barkley, fuck you too. Yeah, I said it. It's Willie D. H-Town. What a coons at, what a coons at, what a, what a, what a, what a coons at, what a coons at, what a, what a, what a, what a coons Yeah, I think we, uh, I think we got the, uh, whoops, sorry, we got the gist of it. Hardcore, huh? Yeah. Fire. I'm, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, he brings it. He brings it, he brings the heat. Now, you know, if you want to hear more about the the backstory on this, on this, you should listen to the Combat Jack show. He he, uh, it was on the Combat Bat Jack show. It's hard for me to say that. Uh, recently, it's podcast. You can look it up. You can find it. Was it good? Yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of Willie D. You know, I mean, he's hardcore. You know, I learned a lot from him too. He doesn't drink, doesn't do, never did drugs, nothing like that, clean living and stuff. But he's he's hardcore. He talks about his upbringing in, in Fifth Ward, very rough area, much like Flint, Michigan, and uh, how abusive uh, you know his his mother was to him growing up. On top of uh, you know not having a father and and not impact and uh, of of poor decisions that he made and recognizing that he made a, a long list of bad decisions 
uh, throughout his life. But, you know, eventually, you know, blossomed into a very, very wildly successful uh, music entertainment career. But, I mean, they, they shoot like much like N.W.A. I mean, uh, at that time. Uh, there were, the, you know, the, the, there was, uh, of course, you had the, the, the East Coast boom bap uh, music, uh, Public Enemy, you know, Run DMC, Beastie Boys, um, you know, uh, and I'm going to forget a few off the top of my head. And, you know, West Coast, you had Ice-T, um, uh, the Rhyme Syndicate, and uh, NWA, um, Philadelphia had Schoolie D, uh, Hillside Hustlers, and... Um, Houston, I know I'm forgetting people, but Houston had the Ghetto Boys, and you know they were on on they were all parallel to each other yeah, I at that time. That they were from Houston, yeah, not from Houston, but I rap a lot. The, uh, <laughs> I mean, there was, there was tons. I mean, Seattle had Sir Mix a lot, but he wasn't really gangster. He was no. more he was more like Ice T, more pimp. Mm. Um, but Ice T was pimp and gangster. I mean, I, you know, I'm no historian. <laughs> I was just, I was just quickly you're, taking. You're a, yeah, your your views from that time. Yeah, I was just yeah taking a quick stro- quick stroll down memory lane. But Willie Dilly, I mean, he he brings out these are people that are on TV talking out the side of the neck and need to be put in a place somehow. I mean, but he you know he doesn't mince any words. I mean, he, he there it is. I mean, he definitely. Well, that's does. the thing. Once you start actually naming names and oh, calling yeah. specific people out. Yeah. It's it's it. You put shit out there, yeah. like people will respond. You well, know, he, he like said, Stacy like, Dash contacted okay. him, and uh, oh, what yeah. she, did she? Yeah, he's not too happy. She's not too. But I mean, fuck. well, she kind of made a fool of herself. I believe. I believe. I believe that's. Sh- I, believe go that's go I believe. So well. I believe the Stacy Dash thing is is maybe part her views, but I think a good majority of it is for entertainment value, and she gets paychecks for those. Um, there's a lot of stuff of that goes. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind closed doors uh, in politics, even in the Democratic Party, um, which I've done a lot of fundraisers and events for, where people are paid to show up at these events and wear the T-shirts and have the picket but signs. But they don't actually believe anything. You know? Oh, they believe in green. You know what but I mean? That, okay, green is for the money. But Gold is the, for the honey. I meant believe in like something that. Okay. Times have changed. It, it goes back. Green means things to Look, people. man, it goes back to what I was talking to you about, the tradition and what certain things meant, whether that's in hip hop, like biting on top of their beliefs and politics and so on. And I think we've become so soft, whereas these motherfuckers is running around and they're getting rich. Um, uh, you know, by by yeah. by being on television on T- TNT and using their celebrity to to be controversial, and I think that that there are certain people um, yeah. that should call them out on it and let the chips fall where they may. And yeah, if they like, don't why like, why would it, you use your name to represent something that you don't actually believe just for money? You know, like, a lot of people do. Yeah, I wouldn't. Willie D obviously doesn't. I just don't understand that. Like, but I guess because you know, they're when coons. you can sleep, because you can sleep with a. You know, more money in your bank account because they're you're, coons. You're more comfortable. They're coons. That's why. Did, I just don't. Did you listen to the people, song? Yeah, I did. But. That's right. I, you know, they are what they are, and like Willie D said, "Fuck them." And if you're down with them, fuck you. So that's what's up. You know, I, better, I just try yeah. to understand. You know, man. Some, just, some things sometimes are, I can't. Some, yeah, some things ain't worth understanding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But people, God damn, this is the longest podcast we've done in a long time, Miriam Tazi. How long has it been? This is two hours in, people. I'm sure okay. you, you guys have probably you know broke it off once or twice. I still got a couple things I need to I need oh, to do because Jesus. I don't want to end it on the sour note of a dad beating up you know his son 
and Willie D going all in on Charles Barkley, you know what I mean? But it, he has to because Charles Barkley would be speaking out the side of his neck. Um, and I definitely don't want to end on Miriam Tazi's dad saying the world is shit, you know what I mean, <laughs> until you die, and then it all comes back together. So I don't want to end on that because I do want to bring in that celebration of life and some of the greatest gifts that we've been giving uh, today. Maybe some of you probably won't hear this until the day after, but today on uh, on the 4th, what month is this? We're in May, May, May 4th. So we uh, the, the dearly departed uh, MCA, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, everything that he brought. Because, you know, when I reflect on that, man, I reflect on, you know, very young Malcolm Riddle and what the Beastie Boys meant uh, to me. At I mean, that- can I mention the fact that you're wearing a Beastie Boys t-shirt yeah. at the studio you, today, you, by the way? You know and, what I went and- out to sell wine in today? That? I had my, my, <laughs> my, my Adidas, my Ewing's. Um, I think Mike D had a pair similar to these, these Adidas high top. All right. I had a pair of like khaki ish, uh, pants on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a blue blazer with the, uh, you can read this beastie boys right there. Is it check your head? Yeah. T-shirt. It's a right? good shirt. And I it's had a that. big, but yes. Well, I've lost shirt. a little bit of weight. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm lean. I'm trim. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? I'm in fighting shape. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm ripped, shredded. I got striations. I just like that you're representing, you know, like in yeah, all day I did. I Every account it. I went. It's, I, I don't think anyone, mention it. I don't think anyone noticed. I saw a, a couple double looks. I did. Uh, no, I'm talking about when I was at the account. <laughs> I'm not an account. Yeah, she notices because she, she knows what's up, people. <laughs> uh, but the. Uh, the yeah, I, I went out, hit every hit, hit a bunch of accounts, and that's that's what I wore all day. I was representing. I listened to nice. I listened to the Beastie Boys all day today, nice. you know. For and I was on the road for hours, and, I know. you know, for hours. So um, I actually put this tribute together uh, real quick when I was in studio, and we'll play that uh, right now. A little tribute to MCA, some of the interviews, some of the sound bites uh, that me and Grandmaster Cats. Uh, uh, caught, uh, you know, with some of the shows from 2015, we've ma- managed to nail down a few quick interviews and grab some thoughts from uh, Be Real from Cypress Hill and uh, uh, some of the other members of Cypress Hill. Who else was a Mortal Technique? We got a soundbite from DJ Hurricanes on there, uh, Eric Bobo. Um, who else? I don't remember. I wasn't there. Well, you'll hear them. You'll hear them, and I'll post them on the podcast. I'll post them on the uh, on the link. And on the social media page, but you'll figure it out. So let me just play this real, real quick. It's just a blessed soul, man. And, uh, you know, one of the guys that I admired, you know, coming up when I first started hit B Boy and hip hop, and I seen, you know, his style and what he did, and, you know, definitely made me want to do, do my thing too, you know what I mean? One of the, one of the pioneering, you know, uh, pioneering dudes from a pioneering act of, what would be, you know what I mean? The the rap that I would take rap around the world. You know, I was BC Boys, I was MCA. Their legacy is, you know, untouchable. You know what I mean? And there's bands still today that wish they could be on their level. It's like they were on their own planet. The MCA was, you know, a very intriguing part of that. And uh, and just his voice, his raspy voice type shit. The sickest nigga I've ever heard. <laughs> Sin dog. Word up. Shoes clean. I didn't want no DJ shoes, you know, the young stuff, you know, the young stuff. You know, I didn't want nothing to happen, but you know, I couldn't leave them hanging because it was cool to you know, cool on the side of the pillow. So 
And I did it, you know, once I did it, I started joining it, and more and more and more and more, and then we start clicking, 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 the next thing, you know, Rice of the Hill comes out, and then it gets more and more crazy. You know, you see the big bows that come out of the head. And I'm looking like, what? So in that scene right there, just so because the sound on this one was a little off, that's DJ Hurricane reminiscing about his early days of DJing for the Beastie Boys. And on tour, I remember this as a teenager on the show. I'd never seen this before, and it blew my mind that we were watching the show. I was front row watching the license of the ill, and in the center of the stage, a big boner <laughs> came out in the middle of the stage. It was huge. It was like three stories tall. It was, it was huge. So this is uh, this was... Um, uh, DJ Hurricane reminiscing about that. Oh, we do it. You know, then I was on the uh, ground. I could hardly DJ because they used to jump around so much and so many girls used to come on stage that the needle used to jump all the time. So every time we did a fight for the party, like, it was like, <laughs> I'm just standing back there like, nothing I can do. So then I came up with the idea of uh, together other toys to hang me from the ceiling so I don't touch the ground because I can't DJ while y'all get crazy because the needle keeps jumping. So I used to come out the air and I used to stop about this high off the ground and then I was able to DJ that one. That's just a short story of many stories that I can actually say today. But you know, we miss MCA and J and J, is that right? Yeah. We're like a little lot of hitters. I know we all older now, but, but we ain't that old. We can still jump up and down and get crazy. MCA Day every year in Brooklyn. I don't know if you've heard about it. Yeah. This is uh, there's like five of us that put it together, and it's like yeah. something that we care a lot about. Sure. And uh, DMC performed this year. It was amazing. Cool. It was crazy. Like just he showed up. He did Be real. Three or four songs. Grandmaster um, Cat. So if there's any thought about our our man Adam Yout yeah, that sure. you could offer, we really appreciate it. Yeah, you know, uh, Adam Yow, you know, I think uh, all of us who knew him missed him. He's a very cool dude, you know, like very um, very friendly and, and open, you know what I mean, as a, as, a, as a person and shit. He always made us feel cool and, and at home around the Beastie Boys and stuff like that. Aside from his contribution in music, I mean, he had a distinct voice, delivery, flow, and... Uh, you know, he's he's one of those unforgettable dudes. Thanks, man. Right on. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Very great. I can't wait to see you guys perform. Always a pleasure. Thanks. Um, you know, MCA uh, and I were really, uh, really became uh, good friends when I was touring with them. Uh, during the ill communication days and they check your head you know tour and everything and and this is besides his contribution to music is also his contribution to uh, you know uh, good causes like the Tibetan to the free Tibet cause and and it was just very good with people you know it's like we need more people like that you know so besides him being 
uh, a good musician. He was a visionary, you know. He had a lot of people may not realize, but maybe they do, but he was the one that kind of really helped guide that ship of the Beastie Boys. Do you have any fun, one specific memory? Maybe something you guys did backstage before the show? No, I just always remember that he would be the one uh, that would make the set list, you know. And you could just see him, you know, be in like the corner, and he's the one who like made the set list. And then he'd show it to people, you know, after. But he's the one who made every show, so it changed, you know. And it was him that's the one who put it together. Hey, I just wanted to say thanks real quick for playing at the Rock and Hall of Fame and the Beastie Boys got inducted. I was there that night. You were there. I was there, and I live out here, so it was a really big deal. Yeah. We didn't know Yount was sick. Captain Kirk um, Douglas. So when you guys showed up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was like really bittersweet. No, I know. I remember, like it's a heavy vibe. In that do, you, room. do you have anything to say about Yalk at all? We we celebrate uh, MCA Day every year in Brooklyn. Um, um I don't. I I got to meet him. <laughs> One time, maybe I've got to meet him a couple times, but those guys are just always so super nice. That's why I you know, like and um, just really mellow. You wouldn't even like realize that those are the same people that are on those records. You know, it's just like it's like another another dimension to their to their character. You know, any favorite tracks or any? Like, oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? Um, gratitude. Gratitude is just is it's like when I hear that now that that song brings me to tears now. Like when I hear that, just like when you listen to his playing on that. I mean, of course, he's a great MC. What's the, there's the other, the other song, the um the really conscious one on on ill on uh, ill communication. When he's just going off and off. What's say again? I don't know the title of it. Is it like real slow? And like no, it's not really that slow. It's like he's talking about the planet, and he's talking about how we have to treat women. And oh, oh, well, it might be, uh, uh, might be past the mic. No, 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 no. Where he talks about the disrespect to women oh. has got to be through. That's what, he does that on past the mic. Yeah. Well, pass the mic. Yeah, that's my that's, favorite. Yeah, that's that's but, that's a musical has, masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Is there anything you can say about MCA that we can play at MCA Day next year at Adam Young? I mean, it's kind of hard to talk in the middle of all this. I, I, I think that, like, look. Mortal technique. Bottom line is it's important for us as a culture to have as many outlets as humanly possible. And when we don't look beyond just the norms of what people present, then we're doing ourselves a disservice. And I feel like with MCA, with a lot of other things that come out, you really have the potential for other people to say, hey, now we're going to have an additional voice and we're going to help things, get things out to where they should be to a place that, you know, maybe people aren't hearing it or they're not getting the message. Sometimes people can't get the message from me. They need to get it from you. Or they can't get it from him. They need to get it from him. You know what I mean? Sometimes people don't believe you because you're a man and they had fuck men do some fucked up shit to them so they're a woman to say it. Or sometimes it's vice versa. Or people have the biases of their past so they don't get it. We need as many voices in the game as possible. Thank you, man. Like Immortal Technique a lot. Good philosophy. He's strong. Mentally and physically. Yeah, but I meant mentally. Yeah, he's a, he's a good brother. So yeah, that's just reflecting on MCA. You know what I mean? I like the way these guys think. Yeah, yeah. Greater scale, you know what I mean? And it's, it's also, you know, it's, it's a tribute, you know what I mean, to the, to the work you put into the culture. 
the work that you put into your art. Yeah. And uh, uh, we definitely celebrate Adam Yauch, yeah, uh, MCA, sure. and the Beastie Boys uh, within hip-hop culture and beyond as mm-hmm. well. So those contributions are, uh, are recognized here on the American Riddle Podcast. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, we're going to continue to celebrate. So I just put that together real quick I like while that. I was in the studio. It took me a That's minute, awesome. but you know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to. You did good, good work, good work, Malcolm Riddle. Good work. You know, still suffering from a little bit of ring rust, oh, but this it, was fun. It's been a while. Yeah, we went a little long, people. Thanks for indulging us. Of course, I was going to hit a couple other subjects that's been floating around, but we'll we'll hit them on. On the next podcast, I was thinking about uh, even weighing in. I was thinking about retiring the domino motherfucker of the uh, okay. Part of the so podcast. how am I supposed to know that the podcast is like finishing, at, like at the end of our set? Like how do I? That's how I know. To punctuate it. Yeah, like uh, well, that's how I know it's. I've been thinking over. about. I've, I've been thinking about closing it out with the KRS. Your mind using that sound bite. Okay, as um, long as you have like a finishing, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna. I'm, I, I was thinking about planning on you know our regular opening theme and then the close. Closing theme would be the same as the opening, but with the KRS soundbite and a few other sound bites and okay, cuts and just that's fine. That bleeding sounds good in. too. That know. sounds real good. I'm I mean, just, I like I the domino just, motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. Why do you want to retire it? I don't What's, know. I don't know. Just to change it up. It can be know. every year. Can be a new one. No. A new ending. I like consistency. I like well, it, I like the to... domino. I like it. I just wonder what you you thought. I was bouncing the well. idea and the <laughs> listeners. You know, what do you guys think? Should I well, retire? Should I keep domino, motherfucker? At first, should... I didn't get it. I'll be honest. Yeah. And then I know where it comes from now and all that stuff. Um, and, and then I kind of like you know, relied on it so that I would know because as everyone knows, this is not a prepared podcast. So I don't know how long this is going to go for. Neither do you probably. So I don't... that would be for me like the last one. I was like, I don't know, he's wrapping it up, and then you just put it out there, and I was like, okay, we're done. So for me, because we don't really have like cues, that's a cue for yeah, there, me. There's so no, you need a cue and give me a heads up so that I know it's getting we, to we, the end. We, of we, the we do have some technology in front of us and a screen, but there's no bullet points to say, okay, we hit this subject, we hit this subject, and right, we kind of go with the flow, and domino but this, motherfucker. But, but sometimes that's I get kind of given me like a. Some sort of structure to the end. So if there's another idea of what would... <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. The domino motherfucker. Maybe then. I guess that's it. Maybe we'll keep the domino. But I, I'm curious what the feedback is from anyone that listens, uh, what, what they think. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I mean, of course, the domino motherfucker wasn't really for shock value. It was more for it's my own... shock. It was for my own entertainment because I always just thought it was a funny funny thing to say. And it was a good thing to kind of punctuate yeah, For it. me, it means the end of the podcast. Well, so I know, I know that. that, okay, I can take my headphones off and go to the bathroom or whatever. Sure, yeah, just, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Whatever it is you do. I'm that's just right. saying, that's like, right. that's the punctuation. That's kind of like the, because I don't get an on air. I don't no, get an don't, off air. I don't, have that, I don't have that installed in the studio no, I don't yet. get any warning. Yeah. Even today, there was no music to open up the show, so I had no idea we were on air. But, but I mean, it's, you know. Well, shout out. Well, before we, before we get to that, we'll let the listeners kind of weigh in on that. Yeah. Anyone that listens, give us some feedback. Uh, but shout out to uh, shout out to my man Skip uh, for submitting uh, a very uh, well written email and support for the podcast and and uh, uh, support for anything that I'm uh, going through. Same with with uh, Grandmaster Cats, aka Andy Cats, Cats Art. You know where he's at, people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the 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 GMK as I call them. GMK. Grandmaster Cats. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? It's transformed to GMK now. It's no Man, he's got a lot of AKAs, trans- man. I know. It's just transforming. It's you know? evolving. I like it. Yeah, that's what's up. And you know, shout out to uh <laughs> shout out to some of my brothers um uh that I work with on my second job. Big big up to my man Jamal and Halil. Uh, they got my back and uh, appreciate them listening. I God, I didn't even realize how much they listened to the podcast because they would hit oh. me up. I forget about some of the stuff I say on this show, but big ups to them. And anyone else that has submitted feedback to Mariam Tazi about this side or the other and, and any concerns that they, that they have. But rest assured, we will be back for another episode, and I will uh, I will make a point to try to be consistent weekly, uh, whether I like it or not. <laughs> I like and, how I have no say in that. It's just well, like, you know, Mary, Mary Tazi is all di- about him. If he can, if he feels like, then I have to come. Yeah, she doesn't call me up to say let's do a podcast. She's just down for what. Miriam's Miriam's ride or die. She's that I type am. of girl. You know I what am. I mean? And I'm that's a what's loyal up. person. And that's and that's what's up, people. So you know, I'm, I got your back. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with that, and, and, and you know, and, and with that, Mary Tazi, why don't you close us out? Do I say it? Oh my God, Domino, motherfucker.